This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, April 19th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a federal judge's decision to strike down the national mask mandate covering airlines and other public transportation Monday is having a ripple effect across the tri-state area as agencies respond. The ruling appeared to free operators to make their own decision about mask requirements with several major airlines, American, Delta, JetBlue, Southwest, and United, all announcing that they would drop the mandates. The Biden administration administration said the rule would not be enforced while federal agencies decide how to respond to the judge's order. The CDC released a statement as a result of a court order effective immediately. Uh, and as of April 18th, 2022, the CDC's January 29th, 2021 order requiring masks on public transportation conveyances at uh, end of transportation hubs is no longer in effect. Therefore, CDC will not enforce the order. The CDC continues to recommend that people wear masks in uh, indoor public transportation settings at this time. The Association of flight attendants, the nation's largest union of captain crews, has taken uh, recently taken a neutral position on the mask rule because its members are divided about the issue. You know what I'm doing? I'm wearing half masks these days. <laughs> I think, all right, so they may not provide the protection, but they're sexy, I think. <laughs> the federal ruling also came the day, uh, same day Philadelphia reinstated its indoor mask policy. So there's basically mask confusion in the city right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you looked at the Sixers game last night, um... I mean, it might have been like 1% of yeah. the people were wearing masks. I, I read that, the, <clears throat> excuse me, that you had to wear them on the way in, but then once people got in, they <laughs> oh, all yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I, re- yeah, I saw that they had to wear them. Yeah. I didn't realize that people were taking them they, off. They, did they issue any ruling on his uh, Halloween masks and things <laughs> of that nature? No, no but those? Steve, I got to tell you, your lip cleavage is looking sexy this Thank morning. you, man. Yeah, it plumped them out a little bit. You like that. Uh, yeah. So here's what the transportation agencies in the tri-state area, where they stand. So SEPTA and Amtrak say that the masks are optionals. However... Uh, the employees that are working inside, uh, if they're in Philadelphia, they're still going to be wearing masks because uh, there's still a mask mandate indoors in Philadelphia. Masks will continue to be required on board uh, New Jersey Transit. Uber drivers are no longer required to wear masks. At the Philadelphia International Airport, masks must still be worn in the airport terminals. That's because of the uh, requirement in Philadelphia, but masks on planes vary by the airline. You know what they've called, and uh, a couple of the uh, reporters were talking about it, The what is the now the mask bracelet. Which you wear around your... You just yeah, always have, have it, it there yeah. just in case, yeah. American, Frontier, Delta, JetBlue, Southwest, Spirit, United, and United are all mask optional. Nick, I'm including Alaska Airlines because I know you like to fly. Yeah, I do. Good fans. Airline of choice. Yeah. Yes. They are also optional. However, they note that guests must continue to wear masks on board uh, flights both to and from Canada. It's funny where people have gotten used to it completely. And it seemed to me, at least from recent travel, that airports and air, airplanes... People were still fine wearing them. I yeah. think that because they've just gotten accustomed to doing that. Yeah. I'm sure eventually this will fade out uh, where it has like in most other places. Yeah. But at, at airports, it sem- seemed like people were still okay with it. Listen, if anybody thought it was going to be a seamless, okay, you don't have to wear them anymore uh, thing, it's, you know, listen, it's a gray area. Right. This is uh, a lot of confusion. Uh, the, and, and it's going to be gray now. Be, and, and it will eventually, <laughs> and it's eventually going to phase out, yeah. uh, hopefully. You know, if things keep going in the right direction, we'll have to see. But. And then the chastity belt comes back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know all what right. though? I I thought that like I would be somebody that would wear a mask all the time. Like even as this yeah. is phase away, but now I'm just forgetting it everywhere. Like we're supposed to have them in here. Forgot it in my car. Mm. I leave it. I have one in my back pocket. It's just that's where I keep it, and it's easy to go to. Yep. I had yeah. I had them in my car. Took them all out when you know they, they dropped the mandate. Washed them all. 
uh, and now, and I now have to put them back. It's like you know you have to go back to remembering to right. have them all the time. Again. I still had an afro pick in my glove compartment. <laughs> Stop. When yeah. was that from? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out when. <laughs> Uh, this is a terrible story. A California teenager who vanished last summer was found over the weekend, and her stepfather has been arrested. 14-year-old Katuana Nate-Ya Wisenen was found Saturday during a traffic stop in Nevada. Uh, Richard Griffin, chief of the Crescent City Police Department in Northern California, said in a statement, Wisenen's stepfather, 39-year-old Santos Floros Roman of Santa Rosa, had an active arrest warrant and was taken into custody. Wisenen was found unharmed and healthy, and Roman is charged on suspicion of keeping a child from her parents. So uh, the chief says it's like an, a child abduction, but it's different because she voluntarily ran away. Wisnet ran away from her Crescent City home in July of 2021 to Santa Rosa, where Roman moved. So because she, you know, voluntarily went, but uh, they, this guy was keeping her from her parents, uh, they're treating it like a child abduction. Uh-huh. Gas prices hit a record high this year, and now people have to deal with price uh, prices fluctuating every day. If you got gas on Monday, you probably noticed that the prices are slowly creeping up again. According to AAA, the average gas price in Pennsylvania is $4.16 per gallon. Yay. It's also uh, down from the record set on March 11th of uh, $4.40 per gallon. But uh, they're saying some residents in South Philadelphia paid three cents more than the record on Monday. Yeah, the uh, my, the gas station I go to, it went up like 20 cents like that. But, oh, Kath, wow. uh, I was at Dairy Queen the other day. And I'm just standing there in line. And I look at the gas price at the gas station next door. And it was two forty five, And I was like, <laughs> no way. It was closed. <laughs> closed down gas station. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, why? How come there's no cars in the parking lot? Oh, oh, oh it's closed. Uh, oh. There was a gas station. I don't know where it was that, um, like, dropped their prices back to what we were used to and was just like, come get the gas. Like, they were trying to help out the community. You wonder what's in the gas when they can do that, you know? <laughs> well, and, you know, it right. went quickly. They sold out pretty quick, but at least he did it to try to help. I'm bringing uh, my Edsel over there. Two-thirds of the price of a gallon is Due to the price of oil, and the price of oil went up significantly at the start of the Ukraine-Russian war and has since started to level off. For some people, though, uh, they're not seeing the price drop they want. Many Philadelphia residents are asking questions as to why they see such a drastic change in gas prices when they cross the bridge uh, from New Jersey to Philadelphia. A personal finance expert with Credible.com says that we all pay a gas tax, which affects how much we're paying at the pump. But for Pennsylvanians, they're paying even more. We have a federal gas tax, which is about 18 cents a gallon, which applies to everyone. He said, we also have a state gas tax, and Pennsylvania has, unfortunately, the honor of the third largest gas tax in the country. This is unfair because we have the higher gas rates, and yet it's Jersey that's getting the pot. Right? <laughs> Help us out. Right. Here. I mean, if anyone would need the pot, it's here, right? <laughs> Residents can also expect the price at the pump to go up with summer fast approaching. He says that this year we are especially paying more for a cleaner burning fuel for the summer months. To save some cash, he suggests that you use a credit card that have uh, cash back and search for loyalty programs. Uh, skip the premium gas and use regular gas. In sports this morning. In game two, the Sixers beat the Toronto Raptors 112 to 97 last night. 
Joel Embiid scored 31 points and had 11 rebounds. Tyrese Maxey had 23 points, 9 rebounds, and 8 assists. Tobias Harris had 20 points and 10 rebounds, and James Harden scored 14. The Sixers now have a two-games-to-none lead in the first-round series. Game 3 will be in Toronto tomorrow night. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. The Phillies lost to the Rockies last night in Colorado. Chris Gould pitched six scoreless innings during his home debut with the Rockies before leaving with an injury to his right hip flexor and right hamstring. Charlie Blackman hit a go-ahead home run to lead the Rockies over the Phillies 4-1. The series continues tonight, and Kyle Gibson will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 8:40. And the Flyers, who have lost five straight and have only six games left in the regular season, will play tonight in Toronto against the Maple Leafs. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kat. So we're raring to go for a Tuesday morning. We have a few things going on, but obviously, uh, Contra Cash continues, so your chance to win 500 bucks and... And then barbecue tickets will begin at 8 a.m. And then we'll do it at 10, noon, and 2, and 4, and 6, and 8. So listen for your chance to win. We do have uh, guests joining us today. Uh, comedian Joe Matarese. Hey! Philly guy will be stopping in today for his uh, to promote his show, which is going to be at the City Winery on Saturday. There are tickets available at JoeMatarese.com. So Joe's going to stop it around 9 o'clock today. And we also have some goodies. We'll have a chance for you to win from Foodie Hall. Foodie Hall? Yeah, Foodie yeah. Hall is stopping by this morning, and uh, Marissa sent some information over uh, last night about it where they uh, gather, essentially, food from different restaurants, and uh, we'll get the, the full rundown cool. of what they have. And, uh, yeah, so you can uh, you can visit foodiehall.com to get all of the information, but uh, it's a virtual food court of sorts. So we'll, uh, we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with their appearance today, and uh, we also have Tuesday. So if you are interested in getting... Some Preston and Steve Inc. Well, then you need to text the word tattoo to 39333 because we have a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing that we will award to someone choosing randomly. They are on South Street. If you want to check them out, 1729 South Street in Philly, to be more specific. You can go to Floating World Tattoos. Dot com and check them out on Instagram as well at Floating World Tattoos to see their artwork. It's a three hundred and fifty dollar uh, gift certificate that you can use, and I, I would recommend using all of it. I, I met a lady at uh, I was at Rafferty Subaru two Saturdays ago, and she had won a tattoo. It was yeah, her first one ever, so she was like a little bit nervous. She got a tattoo. It was probably worth about thirty, forty, fifty dollars. It was that. It was oh, that itty small. bitty. Really? Yeah, and. After she got it, she was like, ah, you know, like she was just nervous, and now she wanted to like go back. But you know, it's it's like a one time use only, right? So, ah. uh, you know, oh so, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, so get like a get like a huge monkey between your nipples, if you can, <laughs> or Mount Rushmore with Mount Rushmore Rushmore with Rushmore with on it, yeah. Uh, but you or a can, huge penis on your thigh. Add to that as well. <laughs> oh my if you want. God. The options are endless. <laughs> Remember that guy? <laughs> he went back for balls, guys. He loved it so much. <laughs> he went back. <laughs> I believe that originated at Keenan's Irish Bar yeah, 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 yeah. in North Wildwood, New Jersey. So who knows what uh, that might be coming up soon. We'll see. But uh, we also have an announcement that we're going to make today, and we'll probably get to it around the bizarre file time. So it's a uh, save-the-date information that you will want to be aware of, hopefully. So we'll get that out to you as well. Let's take a break. Let's come back in a second, and we'll roll out the entertainment report and stupid question. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. 
Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we're going to give away a pair of sweet tickets to join our buddy Brent Porsche as NASCAR returns to Dover Motor Speedway on May 1st. If you can answer this question correctly, what was Charlie Brown's father's profession? Interesting. Right? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know this. I had no idea the answer to this until I saw it this morning. What was Charlie Brown's father's Profession two one five two six three WMMR. We'll go through birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Tuesday, April nineteenth. Just a few of them to mention. Uh, Mr. Tim Curry celebrates his seventy sixth birthday today. The great Tim Curry. Yeah, so many good roles. Suffered a stroke a few years ago, yeah, and yeah. it got him pretty good, unfortunately. Uh, but yes, yeah, so many great films. Think about all the characters from um, the Hunt for Red October to Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. to Legend, where he played that super cool demon with the huge horns. To Clue, yeah, Clue, Clue, yeah. He's yeah. the butler, yeah, and he was. Uh, I think it was in. Was he in one of the uh, Home Alone movies? Was he? Uh, was he in number two? I think it, it, was in the it second definitely one, yeah. wasn't the first. Yeah. One. Yeah. No, it wasn't. But he, I thought he played the concierge yes, or something. He, did. he like played that. the yeah. moist bandit. Yeah, no, yeah, the concierge <laughs> in Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Yeah, there we go. But he, he's great actor. He, he can do pretty much everything, and and is over the top. <laughs> Dramatic uh, role as Dr. Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is amazing. Yeah, who else could have played that? Nah, nobody. He is uh, 76 years old today, the great Tim Curry. Uh, Eleanor Donahue, who was on the Andy Griffith Show, yeah. Steve, and Father Knows Best. Do you remember who she played on? She was the oldest daughter on Father Knows Best, and she was Andy Griffith's girlfriend. His girlfriend, okay. Yes. Yeah, really cute girl next door. Very much so. Yeah, she's yeah. 85 years old today. Uh, the great Kate Hudson. We were ah. just talking about her yesterday uh, because Kaylee Cuoco lost out her in a role for Knives Out 2. And she and was all upset about it. What? But Kate Hudson, <laughs> she's been one of those as well that kind of surprised me because she jumped on the scene at Almost Famous and they were just like, hey, it's Golding Hawn's daughter and she's really pretty and check yeah. her out. And I was like, okay, whatever. She's a great actress. She's she certainly is. Yeah. And almost famous is uh I oh, if that's on, I will watch it. I agree. I love it. That movie grew on me at first. Yeah. I was like, Yeah, okay, this is a good movie, and I have since come to really love it now. Yeah. Uh she turns forty three years old today. It's Ashley Judd's birthday as well, too. Had a had a big time crush on her for a long time. She is the hottest Judd, right? She's yes. the hottest Judd. Okay. Yes. Uh Winona is a little bit more uh bear like. Yeah. Uh, and Naomi is um well, they're, they're, they're a fine, talented family. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, she almost an attractive mom. She was the one who almost died in Africa? She was yeah, carried sure. from like a couple of miles oh, right. by people who went in and basically fashioned a uh, sort of a, a gurney, carried her out, and she was really in deep trouble. She shattered her leg. Yeah. Shattered it. Steve, that clip that you have of uh, Pacino saying she's got a great ass, that's, that's who's talking about yeah, Ashley yeah. Judd from uh, the movie Heat. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she is 54 years old today, Ashley Judd. Uh, Paloma Picasso, designer and artist, and Pablo, uh, Pablo Picasso's daughter. He called it Squirt. 
Uh, Squirt Picasso uh, Picasso is 73 (laughs) years old today. Imagine Uh, being the daughter of Picasso. Right. You know? Yeah, a, a bit to live up to. It's like Frank Stallone. Uh, <laughs> a lot no, like you know, it's like a, yeah, something along those lines. It's like a billion. It's like a billion. Yeah, to be honest, it's like a billion. Uh, Hayden Christensen. <laughs> yep, I hated him more than the little kid from uh, *Phantom Menace*. Steve, I know you did Jake not. Jake Lloyd, yeah, hate him. But hey, Hayden Christensen had moments in the. Now I think he's going to have a. Um, I think he's going to be treated and and show his chops more in the Obi Wan Kenobi. Series, so that's the word. Yeah, as long as he doesn't whine and cry. It was so annoying. Which was, I, I I don't, I I don't like Hayden Christensen's version. Some people I can see they pull off the crying thing well. Not he does not. Well, what's worse, Hayden Christensen crying or Hayden Christensen in love? Because he's also annoying. Ah, I don't want to lose you. Yeah. If you think about it, in all the Star Wars movies, when you see these young Jedis, the kind of whiny little bitches. Luke was a whiny little bitch. Yeah. He wanted to go to Tashi Stacey yeah. against power converters. Yeah. And then also, um, uh, Kylo Ren. He's kind of like a little baby. He was cry- uh, he was a crybaby too. There were there were some, some missteps. Make. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hayden Christensen is forty one today. Uh, James Franco. Has a birthday as well. Uh, he is 44 years old. Super talented guy. I think his he's trying to do like sort of a um, mea culpa tour. He had an issue with a couple of students that he had. Uh, he was teaching acting and had done some things where he asked them to, to be naked for certain scenes and blah, blah, blah. No one knows exactly what happened. But that really derailed his career mm-hmm. for a while. So I think he's been laying low. 44 today. Uh, tennis player Maria Sharpova is 35. And then the last birthday I saw is uh, Jesse James, the uh, Monster Garage guy. Right, right. We are just talking about him because he got engaged to porn star Bonnie Rotten. <laughs> and he is uh, 53 this is today. Bo- Mom, this is Bonnie Rotten. The, the gal he was with, remember a while back, was uh, Michelle the Bombshell McGee. Oh, yeah. We had her in the studio. Remember. We did, yeah. yeah. She's just really tatted up. Not porn star, but, no. uh, you know, a model who would do very risque things. I think there was a questionable swastika somewhere on her tattoo collection. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that All was right. something. Uh, uh, Jesse James is 53 years old today. Sandra Bullock, too, he was with. Uh, Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question this morning. What was Charlie Brown's father's profession? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. And we're going to go to Tim, see if we can get the answer. Yo, Tim, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, my man. All right, so Charlie Brown's father did what for a living? He was a barber. A barber. Really? Yeah. And his kid had the worst haircut. He had like three hairs on his head. And that was it. All right, Tim, hang on. We got you a pair of tickets in the suite with Brent Porsche as NASCAR returns to Dover Motor Speedway. That's May 1st with the Duramax Drydeen 400. And you can get tickets at DoverSpeedway.com. We'll start with our favorite family. This oh, morning. my God. The... <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, what? Uh, the jury selection process began on Monday for Black China's $100 million lawsuit against the Kardashian-Jenner family. Black uh, China makes the Kardashians look like the Barrymore family. Uh, so four members of the family were present at the Los Angeles courthouse, including Kim, Chloe, Chris, and Kylie. 
Uh, China was present in the courthouse as well, along with her attorney. China's ex, Rob Kardashian, was not present yesterday. So they had a very acrimonious split, right? Rob and Black yes. China, as I remember. Yeah, so China, whose uh, birth name is Angela White, uh, filed her lawsuit against the Kardashian-Jenner family in 2017. It's taken a while. It has. Yeah. And the suit states, Rob Kardashian is an abuser intent on destroying Angela White, the mother of his baby, who left him in 2000. 2016. In revenge, the Kardashian-Jenner family became media predators, slut-shaming her on social media no! and killing her hit television show, Robin China, <laughs> which had already begun filming a second season. It was a hit. super hit. hit, hit. In okay. fact, if you remember that year when it premiered, they actually bypassed the Emmy Awards ceremony and just give, <laughs> they gave <laughs> that, that show all, all the awards. awards. I've forgotten that. And, <laughs> and, and remember, the, a truck pulled up and it was just loaded with awards. <laughs> oh, dear God. I forgot, I forgot all about that. They wrote that in the copy there, did they, Preston? Uh, yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, well, th- well, that was the that was her. That's her contention. Oh, yeah, that's her now, you know, the Kardashian family has access to the ultra top lawyers available. So, how do you think this is going to play out? Well, the Kardashian Jenners filed a lawsuit of their own yeah. in retaliation that same year, though, claiming that China violently attacked Rob. Uh-huh. Kim, Chloe, Chris, and Kylie are all expected to testify during the trial. I can't wait to see that. You're they're, out they're, of order. I need to moisten my face every 20 minutes. Ex post facto. Why do you eat popcorn like that? <laughs> So yeah, this will this will be yeah. this will be covered extensively. I love to see in the Preston and Steve Entertainment Report. Chloe and Black China outside the People's Courtroom. You know when they have that interview. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I told that church. Yeah. All right, on to other uh, legal interesting matters. Uh, Andy Dick, <laughs> who's just had nothing but trouble for the uh. past few years. Got a visit from police after a guy he's living with angrily whipped out a gun while they were live on the web. Uh, Andy's been staying with a YouTube personality in Las Vegas who calls himself Wappy Flanker. Wappy Flanker. Mm-hmm. And uh, things went awry over the weekend during uh, Wappy Flanker and Andy Dick's stream. Is everything okay here, Mr. Flanker? A flap, uh, yeah, Flanker. Yeah. Wappy Flanker. <laughs> a third man went over to Wappy's place and an argument broke out. Uh, and that's when Wappy pulled out a gun. Uh, Wappy, what are you doing? Oh, slap it, happy, wait, wait. And I was hoping you would pull that out. Uh, that's when Wappy pulled out a gun. And threateningly tells the visitor to take off. Wow. Uh, in the video, you hear Andy telling his host, don't shoot the gun. So he was the voice of reason, Andy. Yes. Dick. Don't shoot the gun, Wappy. And law enforcement sources has told TM sources told TMZ uh, police received a call from someone who was watching the live stream, and then cops went to the home Saturday for a welfare check. What kind of situation are you in when Andy Dick is the one that says like cooler heads prevail? Uh, police spoke to Andy and the man who pulled the gun, and Andy told cops that he was fine and uh-huh. wanted to keep staying at the home. Officers left without citing or arresting anyone. And it appears this isn't the first time that a gun has shown up in the live stream. A day earlier, video shows the wappy flanker uh, <laughs> with a gun on his waistband while Andy uh, shoes off a guy recruiting him to stream an RV trip. So apparently okay. part of this story involves 
them creating the impression that Andy Dick is being held as a hostage. I guess so. So he appears to be sleeping on a cot in the living room. Right. And the live stream is seeking donations for Andy. So whether it's legit or not, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Wappy Flanker does have a video from a few days ago that uh, racked up uh, 138 views. So. Whoa! 130? Wow, yeah. That's, over that's pretty good, man. Literally, literally has tens of views. How He's, does Mrs. Flanker do? He's building. Know. He's building. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Jennifer Gray is opening up about getting her nose job done. The Dirty Dancing star recently spoke to people about her forthcoming memoir, Out of the Corner. And the rhinoplasties that changed the course of her career. At the encouragement of her mother, Gray got her first nose job following the release of Dirty Dancing in 1987. And uh, she said she loves me, loved me, always has. And she was pragmatic because she was saying, guess what? It's too hard to cast you. Make it easier for them. And then I did. And she was right. It wasn't like you're not pretty. It's like, guess what? Uh, If you don't want to be an actor, okay. But if you want to be an actor... I don't know what that statement even means. Are they saying, like, now she just looks like everybody else? I think so. Whereas she had something, yeah, she was a little bit different looking, but... The thing was, Kathy, she had achieved. She was in Dirty Dancing, which was huge. Mm -hmm. She was in Red Dawn, which was pretty... Right, so she was in a number of movies. Her career was off and running. Yeah. The rhinoplasty... It's it's rare. I mean, you can usually determine who the person is after they get their nose job. I remember seeing her after the rhinoplasty. No, he didn't I didn't know, know who she was. was. Yeah. I yeah. know it was. I mean, listen, whoever did it did a good job, but they did. But I, I you think know it what? made her look like everybody else. I thought on her, her slightly larger nose was very cute. So did I. I thought it was yes. adorable. I, Absolutely, she was, such, she was such a cute, pretty girl. Um, and, and it and, and still was afterwards, but there was something charming about the way she looked, you know? Well, she'd already... The the, 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 the hooks had been sunk. She mm. had a career. Yeah. The, the, we were seeing her get role after role, and that all dissipated. After her second rhinoplasty, Gray was at... Listen to this. She was at a premiere when Michael Douglas turned around and didn't even recognize oh, her. Oh, wow. Uh, she said that was the first time that I'd gone out in public and it became the thing, the idea of being completely invisible from one day to the next. I remember, you remember she had a, a, a television show, it was a sitcom serious. for a short amount of time about herself. She was yes. playing herself, Jennifer Grey, and she addressed that a few times and people wouldn't recognize her. That was a major actual, yeah. that was a plot point of the series is that her career had stalled because she got the plastic surgery. Yeah. And even that didn't succeed. She continued to say, in the world's eyes, I was no longer me. And the weird thing was... You gotta uh, be true to yourself. That thing <laughs> that I resisted my whole life and the thing I was so upset with my mother for always telling me I should do my nose. Uh, Thanks, so, Mom. Yeah, so... Whore. Nonetheless, I, yeah, she's... I don't know if she called her a whore or not, but maybe she was thinking that. You ruined everything. Yeah. While Julia Roberts is best known for romantic comedies like Pretty Woman and Notting Hill, it turns out that she hasn't actually started one in 20 years. Huh. In a recent interview with the New York Times, Roberts explains why. She said, it wasn't by design so much as not finding something that I was really interested in. I was surprised how quickly the years seemed to go by. Um, she added that uh, she just didn't feel like the scripts were up to snuff. Uh, people sometimes misconstrue, she said, the amount of time that's gone by. And I haven't done a romantic comedy as my not wanting, and I, by that I haven't done a romantic comedy as my not wanting to do one. 
they don't they don't know how to quote people in these I'm saying, days. Yeah. Uh, if I had read something that I thought was the Notting Hill level of writing or my best friend's wedding level of madcap fun, then I would do it. She was also a runaway bride, right? Yeah. So she had that. There was yeah. one right after another that were big. But she also, I mean, Aaron Brockovich. Oh, yeah. Movie, she did she the, had success. Yeah. But her, uh, a lot Sleeping of Sleeping with the Enemy? Her bread and butter did, uh, you know, those huge successes yeah. were, were some of her uh, more romantic comedy films. She said, they didn't exist until this movie that I just did uh, that Ole Parker wrote. What? And directed Ticket to Paradise, a rom-com scheduled for release this fall. So I guess she's going to do one. All right. I, I'm not familiar uh, with Ole Parker, O-L. I, I don't, maybe I'm a little more familiar with New Parker. It's yeah. another, uh, another Ticket movie. to Paradise. <laughs> another movie with George Clooney, by the way. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift can add a new honor to her overflowing cabinet of accolades. A new species of millipede from the Appalachian Mountains has been named after her. Uh, the Nanaria Swiftay, or vernacularly, <laughs> the Swift Twisted Claw Millipede. Oh, is one of 16 new species named by Virginia Tech scientists Derek Hennon, Jackson Means, and Paul Merrick in a new paper published via Zoo Keys. I've them freaky. The, study lead, the study's lead author is the avowed Swifty who selected the name, noting on Twitter that he chose it for that specific millipede species because so far it's only been found in Tennessee. Uh, Hennon said, her music helped me get through the highs and lows of graduate school, so naming a new millipede species after her is my way of saying thanks. So you know what I find really um, terrifying in a praying mantis sort of way, Preston, are the, are the centipedes, the larger ones. Yeah, that mm-hmm. really big legs. They'll bore into, like, the head of their prey. <laughs> I don't like that. Y- y- yeah, I there's, mean. There's uh, some kind of bug that's floating uh, around my house, uh, and it oh has my. for a few years, and it's one, the one with, like, the. it's not a millipede, but it has a thousand legs. Like They're a, long oh, legs. Oh, silverfish. No, it's not a silverfish either, Case. It, they have really long legs. I know exactly what you're talking about. They're very fast. They're really fast. And and I, I thought as it. well that they were a silverfish, That it, it, and that is not. No, it's a house centipede, I guess. And okay. Oh, man, I hate them. And they, they grow really big, really fast. So you can find a small one in your house, and then it skitters oh, away. Oh, oh, I have to hate them. I can't F-ing stand these things. Actually, I, mean, I thought that was a silverfish. We're looking at a picture yeah. of them. Yeah. What's a silverfish? I don't know. See if you can pull that up if you wouldn't mind. But it's wild, you know, how it's they... It's a fish you get on your 25th anniversary. <laughs> they're able to, you know, work all those appendages, you know. they like, got to be smart. Yeah. Their typing I, skills must be... Oh, okay, no. so I this is what a silverfish works. looks oh, like? Oh, yeah. those are gross looking, too. Yeah. Silverfish have, uh, don't have as many long legs. They do stubby. Have, they do have some long antennae, but uh, interesting. We don't have as many legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Sometimes I find it hard and, and uh, uh, unfathomable that I can work two legs. Have you guys ever been, like, walking and you just notice? You're like, I'm not even, like... Thinking Thank about walking, I'm just walking. Do you and know what I mean? And I get extra proud of myself. <laughs> Look at me, people. <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> now I'm going to sing. <laughs> Come on. You don't ever do that. You're like, I, you're I, just I, like walking I, along a trail or something I like that. You're like, never wanted to become so full of myself that I was proud of being able to walk. <laughs> I didn't. Well, maybe proud's not the right word. You know, your body is filled with involuntary things. I know, done, so I'm I just know. Curious. Guess whose heart keeps beating? <laughs> but walking is in, involuntary. It is very voluntary. But it's a Guess what my action. liver's doing. Hey, this'll this'll tweak your melon. <laughs> okay. Did you think about everything you did while driving here this morning? No. The oh, multitude of things. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Crazy. 
So Jennifer Aniston's <laughs> struggle with sleepwalking has alarm consequences, literally. She doesn't even think about it no, when she sleepwalks. That is involuntary. Uh, the actress faced insomnia and other sleep issues for decades <laughs> until her battle escalated into full-blown sleepwalking episodes that set off her house alarms. Wow. So she, she told, was up and about. She told people, I have been known to do that. I have been woken up by house alarms going off that I've set off in a new interview. She said, and I don't think that I do that anymore. That was when I was super sleep deprived. Uh, thankfully, the incidents served as a real wake up call for the Friends star who realized the dangerous episodes were an extension of anxiety issues that dated back years. Have you ever had a full sleepwalking incident? Only once when I was a kid. Right. Yep. And it uh, and, and I woke up and I'm like, how did I get here? You I had know? a bout of it for a while. And did I, I was, you? Yeah, I was a kid too, sixth or seventh grade. And yeah, it, it lasted for a while. They took me to a, a doctor and a sleep study and the whole nine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was doing it for several months. It did was you do a, a, a bed harness thing? I didn't have to get it to that, okay. like the Mike Birbiglia level. Right, right, right. No, I didn't have to do that. But um, yeah, it was uh, it was scary for huh. my parents watching it happen. Uh, she said, I think it started somewhere in my 30s or even earlier, but uh, you just don't start to notice the effects of a lack of sleep when you're younger because we're so invincible. And it began as something that I would just accept, and then all of a sudden you realize the effects of your lack of sleep and how it affects your day and your work and your mind function and your physique. Uh, because going to sleep started to feel almost like walking the plank each night, uh, she sought medical aid, which she absolutely recommends that people do and establish a healthy nighttime routine. So part of it was lack of sleep for her. Get a sleep number bed. Uh, yeah, that'll definitely help. You ever had sleep karaoke? No. Yeah. Uh, I've I never did had for a that while. Happen. I sang a lot of Pat Benatar. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. We are strong. <laughs> yeah. I can see you doing that. Did that diamond dance thing? Uh, so now the 53-year-old morning show star has joined a new campaign with the health and wellness site Seize the Night and Day, huh. which offers aid to those grappling with sleep disturbances. <laughs> so she's getting behind it. This <laughs> is me sleep karaoke to Pat Benatar. Steve, wake up, wake up. <laughs> You're singing again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, according to court documents obtained by Us Weekly, Charlie Sheen, Charlie Sheen. and his ex-wife, Brooke Mueller, Mueller. Uh, settled their child support case on, Charlie Sheen. on April 11th. Uh, Sheen, Sheen and Mueller agreed on an undisclosed, uh, undisclosed financial agreement in the Los Angeles Superior Court ruling for their 13-year-old uh, thir- their twin 13-year-old sons, Bob and Max. I didn't know they had twins together. No, neither did I. Uh, Sheen's lawyer, Gregory J. Pedrick, told the uh, publication Monday, Mr. Mr. Sheen and Mrs. Mueller recognized together the great benefit to their children in peacefully, privately coming to terms focused on the family's overall best interests. I wonder what Charlie Sheen's uh, level of wealth is presently. I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. I know he lived in... Two and a half men was such a huge hit. It was a huge hit. So how much did he sock away? How much did his... Hedonistic lifestyle burn up. Yeah, I'd be curious. And how Charlie is he? Sheen. And how is he doing physically? I mean, he has uh, he has HIV. AIDS, Absolutely. right? Or HIV? I think I'm keeping it in check now. But I just wonder how I'm his warlock, how his uh, struggle with that is going. I drink YooHoo. Wow, that doesn't that <laughs> doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> uh, page six reports that Lala Kent will be getting breast implants to celebrate the paperback edition of her book, uh, Give Them Lala. We should all get breast implants to celebrate our <laughs> Hall of Fame uh, admittance. The Vanderpump Rules well, star <laughs> said Monday, I want to celebrate. I'm going into surgery to have my boobies done on Friday. This is Lala? Mm-hmm. Lala. 
Uh, she said this on Monday's episode of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. So for those of you who are wondering, now you know. Okay. All right, so here's another one. I saw this headline. Yeah, I saw this headline and just wanted to let you guys know that Love is Blind's uh, Deep T Vampati and Kyle Abrams enjoyed Coachella together. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Don't you hate the pictures coming out of Coachella? I Listen, it is so far removed from yeah. my level of caring. Right. I started to see some things as I was getting ready to do some prep work for returning to work, and I'm just like, I don't care. It, I just do not care. The word that comes to mind is poser. It's it's you go to be seen. Yeah, it's a place to it's to see and be seen. Right. You know, it's one of those things. Uh, I don't care I don't about know. that anymore. It, 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 if I um, were 21, 22, something like that, I probably wouldn't enjoy going to something like that. To Coachella? You wouldn't? Yeah, no, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but and, part of it is to see and be seen uh, as well. Well, listen. To be with other people who, who walk. But I don't necessarily know about being seen. And a lot of people, Steve, are walking. Like, and not even, not thinking, even thinking about, about it. it. They're dancing Just a well. weekend to appreciate How our... are they dancing? They're not even thinking about <laughs> that. guy about that. is, like, moving his arms and legs. It's crazy. <laughs> There's Liam Hemsworth. He's walking like a champ. Uh, now, listen, as far oh as the God. famous people are concerned, yes, maybe they're there to be seen. But everybody else, which is the vast majority of the tens of thousands of people, like, yeah, they want to get there and, and listen to some music, maybe drop some acid. Is and, it on uh, the, uh, the same fairgrounds as the old cello that you went to? I think so. Okay, I think there be. is it's only pot, one right? fairground there. Same and, location. Uh, okay, so what, what it is, oh, you're right, the VIP area is such a VIP area for Coachella that it's... I mean, the amenities and all that, that's all that's focused in on. I, I rarely ever see general pictures of audience enjoying Coachella who just nah. happen to be attending. Yeah, there. I mean, listen, there's a ton of ecstasy and molly and stuff yeah. going on there. And people are, you know, it's... Makes it hard to walk. It does. <laughs> well, for some people, it depends on how much they take, but... Uh, I, no, I, it, this this does not bother me. Okay. okay. I just, just right. young people. No, you're, you're cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, listen. Yeah. Don't don't misunderstand me. Yeah. I probably well. I, you don't musically, care. I wouldn't be interested in that. Yeah. I don't care where yeah. I am in life right now. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. All right. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Have fun. Walk Go like a champ. My back. Yeah. Please walk proudly. <laughs> Just don't think about it. <laughs> It'll screw you up. Uh, according to Variety, John Batiste will make his feature acting debut in Blitz Bazawul's uh, The Color Purple. Uh, Batiste will play Grady. Husband to uh, Taraji P. Henson's Shug Avery. Uh, so if you remember the film, yes, uh, that's uh, you know they they come into the uh, the main character Seely's uh, life uh, as a couple, and then it gets all dramatic <laughs> between them. But uh, yeah, okay, so that should be cool. Well, he just won uh, a Grammy, right? Yes, Grammy. Yes, he did. Yeah, did he yeah. win an Oscar as well? Oh, I don't know. He might have. You know, he he kind of reminds me, Preston. You'll and maybe you'll agree a little bit of a Don Martin drawing. Okay. From, he has sort of those features. Yeah. You know, but he is super talented. Yep. Uh, then we have, uh, according to Deadline, Jason Momoa is in early talks to star in Warner Brothers live action Minecraft film. Oh, wait. Yes. This isn't this isn't the Rob McElhinney. Rob is not involved in that anymore. Remember, okay. he was going to de- direct and right, eventually right. He, uh, he bailed out. But that was like... That was like four years ago, maybe longer, that that news came out. So, no, it is going to be directed by Napoleon Dynamite's Jared Hess. Interesting. So Uh, I wonder if it's going to have a... um a comedic edge to it. I gotta believe that it. I mean, would. how do you? How does that game translate to a storyline? To live action too. Yeah, that's uh, unless it's going to be 
Not necessarily like Tron? in well, not necessarily in the game. It might be right. people who play the game and, be, yeah. and their lives. You know, you know what I mean. Are your kids at all still? Yeah, I, I know they your still, daughter they still did. dabble. They still, uh, you know, will jump on from time to time. Caroline does, and she still watches videos of people creating and playing games and doing things like that on Minecraft. It's still really, really. Does big. Fortnite still have any steam or no? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My son's playing it. My uh, my nephews still play it. Uh, yeah, and so Fortnite, A, it's a game, and then B, it's a hangout. You know, yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's the other uh, That went away and then came back. Fortnite? Right, Case? Like, yeah. They, 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 like, trailed off and then came back to it. They, you know, listen, they, they keep the, uh, like, a carrot. You know, they dangle the carrot. Right. Uh, and so it's it's always with, uh, you know, oh, new Marvel skins right. and stuff like that. It's right. kind of brilliant the way they market it. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, I think we're ready for clips, so let's get to them. Young Rock is a look back on the life of Dwayne Johnson through outrageous stories of his youth that shaped him into the man that he is today. And in this clip, Dwayne Johnson talks about why, uh, what family means to him. I lost my dad earlier this year. He checked out just like that, and I never had a chance to say goodbye to him. Uh, and that's the kind of stuff that sometimes we have to reconcile with in life. My mom has been a strong influence on me, too, as well. Uh, growing up my entire life, we've always had a very close relationship. So... They are featured prominently in Young Rock. Where are y'all going? Right? New episode of Young Rock airs today on Peacock. So I wonder if, um, okay, so it was on NBC and it ran for a number of episodes. And I wonder if they're completing out this season and are they not going to renew it or what the status oh, of this yeah. is? Because now it seems to be just on Peacock. Yeah, don't know. Next clip, here we go. The unbearable weight of massive talent. In this film, Nicolas Cage plays a fictionalized version of himself who bears little resemblance to his real off-screen personality. And in this clip, Nick shares the process that he went through to play this special character. Here we go. You know, I approached it with the same (laughs) self-prescribed program I approach every character, which is that, you know, I will design a performance... In terms of the look and the physical behavior, everything from the ridiculous to the sublime, if you will, is by design. You sound insane. <laughs> it looks so good. It now. does. It looks I so really want to see this. See yeah. Wow. Uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent is in theaters on Friday, so you guys will get to see it soon. So you got to love them. You got to love them. Yes, absolutely. And I, also, Big is a great movie if you haven't seen it. And that is our entertainment report for today. We are going to have joining us in the studio this morning, Mr. Joe Matarese, who's got a show coming up at the City Winery on Saturday. So we'll spend some time with Joe. We have Concert Cash on the way at 8 and 10, just for our show this morning. Continues throughout the day. Uh, we have a meet and eat with our friends at Foodie Hall, and we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with that. We also have Tattoos Day taking yeah. place, so uh, text word tattoo to 39333 if you want to win a tattoo or uh, be running in the running for it from Floating World Tattoo and Pearson. We'll give that away at the end of the show. But right now, I would like to give away a case of Lover Boy. Uh, it is, uh, what am I giving away? A case of Lover Boy. It's beer. I see. Okay, so, uh, yes, it's also from a show, Summerhouse. Oh, so oh, okay. That's the thing. So you win a case of Lover Boy. <laughs> 
which you might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series, Summer Shadow. I so, absolutely do. Call number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up with it. Loverboy is a high-quality, low-calorie, zero-sugar, sparkling hard tea. Ooh, that's what it is. Enjoy Loverboy at uh, Killian's Bar and Grill, located at 1549 Spring Garden Street in Philly. So we'll set you up with that as we take a break. And we will be back in just a second. Hang on with us this morning. WMMR proudly presents the return of Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids, Monday, May 2nd. Hey, everyone, we're back, so get your ponytails ready for the chopping block. It's for a great cause, Wigs for Kids. Their mission, helping children look themselves and live their lives. Two locations this year, Gravity Hair Salon in Plymouth Meeting and David Arnold Hair Salon in Jenkintown. Make sure you have at least 12 inches, preferably 14 inches of hair to donate. And with what's left, the amazing stylist from Gravity and David Arnold Hair Salons will craft you a great new do. All donors get a gift bag of products from True Beauty Concepts. So go to PrestonandSteve.com for ponytail guidelines to ensure you have a minimum of 12 inches, but preferably 14 inches of hair to donate. Then make your appointment to join us May 2nd. Kathy's Cuts, benefiting wigs for kids. From 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, you know what? With uh, on the heels of uh, Easter yes. of the weekend, lots of candy, all that stuff. Um, I, I thought it might be appropriate to uh, read this particular email that I received uh, from uh, our buddy Kyle, who tech, who emails in quite a bit. Uh, but he wrote this to me, and the subject line was "Question for the connoisseur." Please help. Oh, so we're not doing is... we're not doing a connoisseur segment. It's medical advice. Uh, it is it's yeah, medical yeah, advice. Yeah. No. So uh, don't play the music? Well, sure, if you uh, want to. Feel free. It's it's a question for the connoisseur. It's not quite the connoisseur. Yeah. Uh, but it says, Dear Preston, Steve, and the rest of the Good Morning It <clears throat> gang, uh, I have a question for the connoisseur slash all of Philadelphia. As right. I get older, I'm realizing that I eat food in a weird way, <laughs> and I have no idea why. Uh-huh. And then he gave some examples. And it mainly is candy, so that's why I thought it would be appropriate right, yes. uh, on the heels of... Uh, just, you know, finishing off some Easter candy if you did happen to have some or maybe somebody has some sitting out of their desk and you're you're, you're not into that. Whatever, I guarantee maybe. it, yeah. So here is what he has to say. And feel free to chime in if you have anything like this. He says, Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. I have to separate the two sticks, bite it perfectly in half, and once in my mouth, I meticulously bite the chocolate off until it's just the wafer. Yeah. Peanut M&M's, mm-hmm. I have to eat two at one time, bite the chocolate off of the peanut very carefully, mm-hmm. then eat the peanuts. Nestle's Crunch, I have to let all, yes, all of the chocolate melt off in my mouth until the crispy rice part is left. This guy is like my chocolate-eating twin right now. He's your spirit animal. Yeah. I He's will separating what's supposed to be eaten together, though. I'm not. Right. I'm not into this. There's some of the things he does that I concur with, and there are other things that I would murder him for. <laughs> All right, what are your examples? So, no, I agree with the Kit Kat. I, I like the the Kit Kat, and and to me, I always consider the Nessie's Crunch thing, Preston, kind of an experiment mm. to just reduce it down to take the chocolate off and see, and get down to the um, to the uh, the crunch. Right. Uh, however, I think in Kathy's um, defense, I believe, yeah. That those tastes should be done together. That's what you're going for. But there's a, some some candies you sort of play with. 
in, in your well, mouth. What, what, you know what I'm saying? Yo, totally. Yeah, and yeah. I'll give you an example. So, like he says with the peanut M&Ms, now, most of the time, yeah. I just throw them in my Three mouth. Or four, yeah, agree. But uh, there will be times where I will carefully crunch down on the outer candy shell, break it apart, uh, suck all the chocolate off, Casey. Mm-hmm. And remove the nut. Until there's just the nut in my mouth. Do you ever bite it in half? And attempt to extract the nut in your mouth oh, yeah. so that your mouth is full of nuts. Yes. <laughs> I'm with you. You're saying? Yeah. That's a fun you, game. You, 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 bite cut, it in you basically uh. bite it. You bite it. You basically have bitten the uh, peanut M&M as much as you can in half so that a portion of the nut now extends yeah. out. Yeah. With your front teeth. And now not... you're going to try to extract it. No, like I've not done that. Yes. Radio oh, well, yeah. I have not where it comes out it. as like almost like a chocolate cup. Yes. Basically. And no. you can't uh, you can't use your molars you for that activity. Yeah. No, yes, you can. You can use uh, anything in you your teeth. You can't. No, yes. Incisors are more are more detailed. Surgical. Yes, they're more surgical. They're the scalp of the uh, dental world. Right. I mean, listen, if you... some peanut M&M's oh, to us right if you now. look at the bag, <laughs> if you look at the bag, I mean, they've even... Uh, there's a picture of the peanut M&M, the Ooh, way me. you are speaking, Steve, yeah. whereas... Yeah, he's right. Have, yeah. Yep, he's right, correct. So, right, so what I would do here is exactly... I would... And Nick, you'll agree. Yeah. Get it to that point and then attempt to extract the nut in my mouth. Yes. That's want, what he's, I, That's what this I guy want is saying. Huh. A lot of nutting in my mouth here, so uh, <laughs> that's what I go for. Also, and, when you don't do it, that's a game, though. I've, it is a game. I've had to have what Preston said a couple of handfuls of regular before I go sure. in. Yeah, you need a meal first, and then that's an activity during the meal. And if you accomplish it, it's a victory. Absolutely. <laughs> We're getting a number of uh, of texts. Feel free to call in with these two one five two six three WMMR. Although one person texted and said this guy's a wackadoo. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't that he's separating everything. But but there are a lot of people that are concurring and uh, offering up examples of themselves uh, and what they do. Like one person said that, um, uh, wait a minute, where was it? Oh, yeah, I eat the pretzel part off of the, of the cheese on combos. Oh, sure. Oh, is yeah. that even possible? Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes really? I try to suck the cheese right out of the hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds gross, right? Yeah, it, it does. does yeah. But it sounds may I, may I open time. these, by the way? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my God, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Jace bites M&M's in half. A uh, little bitty regular every, plain M&M's? Oh, okay. Every single one. To, to remove the shell? From the I chocolate, think he's remo- I he think he's. I think he's just eating half of it, and then eat- so if whenever he eats M and M's, there's like a mess because some of the shell will just <laughs> fly all over the place. I'm like, who makes a mess and when they know. eat M and M's? Right, it's the, one of the most self-contained <laughs> foods you can yes. eat. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> what I will do with peanut M and M's uh, a lot of times is when I have just a, I don't even know, let's say ten left. I will play this little game uh, where I'll pick, like, my favorite. I'll put them all in my hand, mm-hmm. and I'll pick my favorite color and blindly eat them and see if my favorite color oh, will he... be the last one left. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> hey, Steve, check it out. There you Perfect. Victory. See what Nick just did? He did a perfect. There you go. Crack yep. it up. I win. Yep. Do you do the same thing with your um, Wait a with prescription drugs? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt. I want to go back to your game here. Mm-hmm. So, so you'll have it. You'll have, have a handful. <laughs> have a handful of peanut M&M's. Yeah, and it's Let's not do it right now. Let's right. do it right now. Well, I'm Can not I have eating some right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. you're not you eating right now. No, no, I'm doing the intermittent fasting. So, well, I am too, and I just had an M&M. All right, so you know what? Here, I'll do it. All right, I'll do it. Hand it over. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. All right. So centrifugal force kept those in. You, Preston, and it can't be. It's not the same color every time. Right. But look, oh, look at look at that. You got two blues. Ooh, look at how big that yellow one is. 
Oh, okay. oh, she's a so, beaut. No, no, put them all in your hand. You got to put them all in your hand. I know, but I'm, I'm only going to... No, this is part of the game. I'll t- explain. I don't want to eat that many no. of them. Well, hang on. This, but... Should I play? Put them all in your hand. Just let me play. You can do it. You can do it the way you want, but just put them all in your hand real quick. I don't want all I, of them. I, he doesn't want to. I know, but I need to explain to you, Preston. And oh in this particular game, yeah. because there's only one red, yeah. that would be my favorite color. All right. And I would like try and see if that would be the last okay. one that would be. Do you ever... Yeah, but I don't want to eat one, no. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine That's of these. Fine. Right I now. just needed to explain to you. Now you it can needs remove one. Whatever... in your hand. Now, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Steve. Hang on a second here. I'm going to. Can you do it? I'm, I'm going to have one color of each. Replace one with a birth control pill. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> this way we're not taking forever doing this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say blue's my favorite. I'm All closing right. my eyes. Mm-hmm. All right, come on. And one at a time. Casey, blow on his hand. Now, do I have to eat three of these for, before I, I guess I can't open no, my No, 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 no. You can eat one and then open it and see what you have left. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Let me see one. what you have What does it left? taste like, Preston? Does it taste blue? <laughs> Taste green. Mm. No, that, All right. it, it was yellow. Okay. Yellow so, tastes a lot like green. I have three left. <laughs> yes, right? I know this is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm bored. Okay, hang on a second. All right, man. All right, I still got blue and red. Hey! Let's All see right, if I can now let's see if you can do it. Game. I gotta shake them up. Yes, you do. All right. All right. <laughs> Last one. I gotta shake them up. I got yeah. yeah. I won. Yes. That's good. <laughs> it's such a dumb game, but you won. You and the blue. Now you have to take that one home, and that and one gets to live hey, forever. Use it as a suppository. <laughs> you think I would be able to walk and do that at the same time? Without thinking about Without it, that's the key. It. Yeah, it's the human mind is um, a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let me go to some calls. While I'm eating my yeah, yeah. chocolate peanut <laughs> Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much. Got a couple weird everything happens, but for candy, uh, with the Reese's peanut butter cups, mm-hmm. I will always eat the brim of it first just to leave like that center sandwich. Yeah, and then yeah because you get more peanut butter as a result. Absolutely. So yeah. peanut butter is the best snack ever. Can I you break, can you break that down for me a little bit more? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. So the, you know how there are the ridges on the outside right, of the right. peanut butter cup. You extract and, a ridge. No, no, no. You you just sort of chew the ridge first, right? Yeah. Delicately. Right. And then when you've done that, you have now reduced the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. So therefore, is more peanut butter to chocolate, you. and yeah. therefore your next bite, which uh, Mike, if I'm not mistaken, should be the entire rest of the peanut butter cup, right? That is exactly correct. Good man. Right. I you do are, the same thing correct. with my Thank peanut you. butter candy cakes, tasty cakes. Uh, eat all the ridges off. Then I peel. You take the wrapping off. I do. Yeah. Yeah, because right. I don't want to eat the plastic. But then I remove the chocolate and peanut butter from the candy cake. All right. I eat the cake, okay? And then I do that to the other one, and then I make a peanut butter and chocolate sandwich. Courtney has a very specific way of eating her Reese's peanut butter cup. Let me go to her. Courtney, good morning. Good morning, it. Good, good morning. morning, it. What's up, Courtney? So I do uh, something kind of similar to Mike where I bite the ribs off of the ends of the Reese's. Yep. Um, but I also pull off the rest of the chocolate so that there is no chocolate with the peanut butter, and I eat the peanut butter clump afterwards. Interesting. I like peanut butter and chocolate together, but there's something so satisfying about getting the rest off of it. So okay. you, 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 for you, the the joy would become would be uh, having a uh, the a peanut butter um, experience sans chocolate at the end of the eating, right? Yeah. All right. It's uh, so good. Excellent. Have you guys, I, you, I don't know if you guys ever did this. I did this years ago. It was kind of a thing. My brother and I would do it. You know, ring dings, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What, remind me what they are again. Chocolate-covered um, uh, cakes, round cakes. They look like hockey pucks. Yeah. And in the middle. Oh, it's like a ho-ho. It's cream, like a ho-ho. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. 
a, put a straw in. What? Yeah. And suck the... See if you could suck the cream out. Cream out. <laughs> and then with a knife, see how much you got out. Okay. You cut it open. That's if, great. If, if there is a, uh, a, a cavern... Oh, I love that. Yeah. I got to try... They mean, are, that's amazing. They are that. like the ringdings, by the way. The ding-dongs, the ringdings, uh, the ho-hos. Devil dogs. Well, ho-hos are like yodels. Right. There's uh, a third. There's a bit of, yeah. There, there's the ones that were like the hockey pucks. It's like uh, ringdings. Ringdings, ringdings and, and ding-dongs. And ding-dongs. Right. Yes. All right. What's and the... then there's docking. So then there was, <laughs> was like, like penis names, right? Well, I'll tell you this. Oh, yeah, um, ding-dong. Devil dogs were basically, um, they were, they did not have the chocolate on the on the cake. So it had the cream in the middle. It's okay. devil's food cake. It's, it's a really dry yes. cake. Right. Uh, these other ones, the the cake is a little bit moist, and what I ring, like to ring do. Ringdings have moist cake. Ringdings and ding dongs have to go in the freezer. Have to absolutely, positively before wow. I can even ever take I've my first bite. Not for me. I would chill them, but I would never freeze them. Yeah, I, I've never done that. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you get to eat all around the cream, and you have the cream at the end on your face. Yeah, all, all over your face. I have a uh, side question. Uh, did anybody try Twix's Easter candy this year? I no, did not. No. It was it was new to me. Uh, and um, there was something magical about it. I, I don't know if the like it was made a, with rabbit flesh. <laughs> it was, it was a, no, Steve. It was. I love a Twix. Yes, and it I, was, so do I. It was an Easter egg uh, shaped Twix. Oh, so the, the again for me, I think it's about the ratio. A lot larger of the time. cookie, larger oh, cookie, yeah, and, yeah. And, but more like um, uh, caramel than a standard. All Twix. right, uh, you had before you, uh, Nick, a Twix and a Kit Kat. Oh man! Oh man! Wish you go. Because I think you and I are very aligned in this uh, adoration. Uh, I think probably Twix, right? I think so. Yeah, okay. Because it's got the caramel? Yeah. Did you know that there's a salted caramel Twix now? I did not. It's amazing. Ooh. I'm a fan, and I used mm-hmm. to absolutely rebuff, I despise, I loathe the concept of salted caramel, and now I embrace oh, it's it. excellent. It's good. Yeah, it's wonderful. Let me let me go to... <laughs> Sorry. I, drift, I drifted off for a minute there. Hold on. Let me go to Chris. This is, we're talking about an interesting way that you might eat uh, candy or any kind of food, whatever it is. But, uh, Chris, you're on the air. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh, play it, play it, Case. I That's the sauce that. tube. Oh, <laughs> <sorry. laughs> From uh, Mac and Mancos. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what's up, man? How are you guys doing this morning? Good. Good. What's up, buddy? So, so, first off, uh, with the Reese's thing with Mike, I did the same exact thing, but I freeze it first. You okay. freeze it, and you think that makes it easier to extract that portion of the chocolate. Yeah, but I, I called in because the way I eat Starburst. I put the whole Starburst in my mouth, wrapper and all, and I unwrap it with my mouth and my mouth. Wow. Wow. Dude, so. Now that I've hey, never heard. It's a, great, it's a great exercise to please your wife, too. Uh, yeah, right? imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. If yeah. you can unwrap a Starburst, you can give good oral to your wife. That's like Isn't that the saying? That's like people who uh, will take a mouthful of sunflower seeds with the shells on them. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you do that, too. You yeah, do I that, too? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, you put them in one side of your cheek, you yeah. shell it, you put the shell in the front lip, and you put the seed on the right side of your cheek, yep. and then you spit out all the shells, and your whole right side's full of the seeds. All right. Let me ask Thanks, you guys Chris. this. We're going we're to go on to the savory side here for a yeah, second. Sure. Ravioli. <laughs> do you what about split it? the ravioli yeah. in your mouth no. to extract the ravioli filling? Just to see whether it be cheese it. or meat or to, whatever, right, to, what have you. 
as delicately as you can. All keeping in mind this is to be able to provide better oral pleasure for your wife. Uh, no, I, I've never, no. Okay, Ra- I Ravioli have. I don't eat in a particular way. If it's very, very large ravioli, like at a restaurant, I may cut it in half or like something like that. Like a smaller, I'm talking like a, a Chef Boyardee, you know, ravioli. Mm, yeah, I never did uh, yeah, that's, dabble with I've ravioli that. that way. Interesting. <laughs> Going back to Twix, though, I do eat Twix um, a little bit differently, I think. I will take a bite and then I will... Are uh, you walking while you're doing this? Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes. But if I really want to focus on what I'm doing, I have you to sit down. Yeah. Uh, but I will I will then separate in my mouth the caramel yeah. from the cookie, eat the caramel, suck the chocolate off, <laughs> suck it suck off. Suck it hard. <laughs> yes. And all the time. So with your, your fingers, you're tickling the bottom yeah. of the cookie, right? <laughs> That's right. And then I will finish... Don't forget the bottom. Do you you ever do a caramel string while you're doing it? (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) You get somebody else to do the other side with you, too, at the same Uh time? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter Twix is also really good. (laughs) <laughs> I just want to uh, submit that, that to the court. Gaze is a, a candy-eating cuck. <laughs> you you eat it. I'm well, just going to watch. Gonna watch Here's the deal. I will bit. eat um, so much candy so that if I can prolong it, uh, maybe I will eat less. And maybe that's uh, why that's I your motivation? do what so, I do. I understand that. And so what I did is, is um, I, I've been very good with, uh, you know, um, the sweet stuff recently. I, I do like my treats, and I've been, you know, I'm like you, Preston. I'll do my my little post mm-hmm. meals. End of the day, right? So I had my I've had a chocolate bar that I've been breaking little pieces off, and I like to, I will put, just put it in my mouth and let it just naturally, you know, oh, if I'm yeah. drinking tea or whatever with it, and let that happen, and I can stretch that out for a while. So mm-hmm. that's it. It gives it gives the perception I've been eating it for a long time, though you haven't. So speaking of savory. My old roommate in college, it would take him like a half hour to eat a Slim Jim because he would savor that because the Slim Jim is so small and you could just tear right through it in like seconds. He would nurse it. He would nurse it because he loved the flavor of the Slim Jim so much. He would take a bite and he would hang on to that for like... okay. And I've minutes. never, and I know, um, I've never been a Slim Jim. Though oh, there are, I used to eat like crazy when I was a kid. But Just jerky, I, them. yeah. Like, who, who what was the company that was bringing in the jerky for a while here? There was, there were a couple different places. Really good. So, yeah. Hang yeah. on, I'm going to go to Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? How are you? Sorry to bother you at work. Nah, <laughs> no, nah, we want to hear about your weird eating thingy. <laughs> okay, so I eat my Kit Kat. So I eat one end, one little nibble off the one end, and one nibble off the other end, so it exposes the wafers. And I hold it like a corn on the cob. <laughs> and then I bite each side off as like a corn on the cob. Okay, so I, while, while, when you bite the ends off, is that so that you can sit, stick the tips of your index fingers to exactly. hold it and not get melted chocolate on your fingers? Like a Chinese puzzle? Okay. Exactly. Okay. And then I bite each side off, and then I do either the top or the bottom part. It doesn't matter. And I leave the middle wafer intact. And it's my little game to try to keep the middle wafer intact and get through the entire one stick of Kit Kat at each time without without destroying the inside wafer. It's and a little game that you I play. Do. All right. I got it you. My I like game. it. I, I, I like that, it. Anthony. Speaking, yeah. speaking of corn on the cob, so there there, there are two ways to do that. You do the, uh, the typewriter, yes. which is back and forth. Or you do the rotating as you go across. Is there any other yes, there method? Is. I do. Oh, I, I, what is yeah. it? Well, I, I buck the system. I take a knife and I run it down and oh. I... Yeah, you can cut it off, but that's, that's not really eating corn right. on the cob. I know. It's, yeah, it's my daughter likes it that yeah. way. And I know, I know that's, that's against <laughs> convention. So if you want a like perfectly 
eaten corn on the cob, right. uh, what you do is you, I, and I don't know if I can describe this properly, but you you wedge Get the, the corn drunk. into uh, the, your bottom teeth and then you can basically, you can scrape, pull, pull it out completely so that when your corn is done, it is completely, there There are no kernels in there. there so are, you're you, saying you put the entire cob in your mouth. No. And then pull it out as your teeth rake off the No, 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 so, no, no, no. Nice and slow. No, so, 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 like in the bottom teeth. I got your throat first, and then, right? And then you. <laughs> what you really have to do is. You either, first you spit on your hand. Right. Spit yeah, on right. your hand. Always spit. Never lube. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what you have to do is you have to choose a side, whether it's going to be the um, the pointy side or or the uh, the butt, the sure. butt side, yeah, right. the ass and of the corn. Right. You chew that all the way around, yeah. right? And then you go, eh, and then you you, you got to uh, I don't know, like twist I, it. Not, so yeah, you're twisting. You're shaving, you're, what you're doing on. is shaving the corn off on yeah. your teeth. On your teeth, but yeah, you you pluck it out. That and you sounds can pluck awful. It out. That sounds like everything is getting caught. In your teeth. In your teeth. But it's right. not. And that's, that's, that's the reason I don't it's, eat corn It's on actually the cob. tearing your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> that's the reason you don't eat corn on the cob? Because yeah. it gets in your it teeth. It gets stuck in your teeth. So I what Casey you. is describing is like a nightmare to me. So I, wasn't sure, need... I wasn't sure if there was another method where people like randomly took bites out as opposed to doing a nice, you know what I mean? As like a, a kid, I used to do there, it. Bite around, you know, make a little, uh, uh, little you know, uh, checkerboard pattern or something <laughs> like that. Did you do the typewriter as a kid on corn? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the way I do it uh, yeah, to yeah, this yeah. very day. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I was just curious because he had mentioned uh, eating corn just on the cob. Quick question, Kathy. So you don't eat popcorn as well then, I, right? I, re- I mean, okay. I will eat popcorn occasionally. Right. It has to be at home, so there's dental like, floss like available. Right <laughs> um, but corn on the cob, no. I mean, if, if it's already off of the, yeah. you know, oh, wow. I'll eat it, but I can't eat corn on the cob. Okay. Here's a unique one. Ooh. I'm not familiar with this. We're going to Barbara. Hey, Barbara, good morning. Hi there. Hi. Um, Barbara. I do peanut butter cups. I melt them by putting them on top of uh, a toaster oven so that they don't get, like, burnt. So you put the whole package on top of the toaster oven. Okay. And and for a little while, let it get melty. Then you open up the package, and it's, like, sitting there all melty for you. And then you scoop oh. it up with your, you scoop it up with your fingers, and you mush it all together, and then I eat it licking it off my fingers. She, oh my, you mush them up, and <laughs> yeah. then you lick it off of your fingers? Yes, I only I only do this in private. Do you have an OnlyFans okay. account? All right, that's what, that was my next question: was who is around while you're doing this? Have you Never ever done that? Me. Have you ever done that in front of anyone? No. no. Thank no, you for sharing not. your secret. One with time us. with me, and it was wonderful. Oh, Regis, yeah, I love that. Do the chocolate thing. <laughs> do it. But now I, I I can't do that any longer because I developed a peanut allergy about oh, five years. Oh, really? Man. You know, it shows she uh, though, Barbara. You bring up a uh, an interesting thing, and I do this. I, I, what a do you have alternate ways of heating up things? So I get I have my Quest protein chocolate uh, chip cookie that I have. I have it after uh, around noon, in case I'm doing the intermittent fasting as well. I rest it on top of the receiver <laughs> in my uh, in the office. In the office? Yeah, just and enough. it warms yeah. it up yeah. just right. I hey, Barbara, question: Would you ever consider doing that with any other candies? No, I've never tried it with anything else. Uh, since you're, you know, you have an allergy to yeah. uh, uh, oh, to yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, it really sucks now because I mean, I really love peanuts and peanut butter, but I can't, you know, I can't eat it. I break out in hives. Okay. Like, what about uh, like a, like a Twix or something? Have you tried that? Well, that's a cookie in no, it though. No, I do, but I do like I do like the melty, like you know, chocolate melty, and that's technically the way you're supposed to eat chocolate. Like you're supposed to let it melt. Technically. Like how- 
like Steve was saying, like like you you melt you let it melt in your mouth. You're not right. supposed to like chew it. A lot of people sure. like yeah. it cold though. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. I, I'm you, a, a warmer chocolate kind of guy. Though I'll tell you where years ago I was a big fan of the. Um, uh, of the baby roots and, and uh, well, actually more Milky Way in the in the freezer. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good too. I like uh, Snickers in the freezer. Another thing you can do with the Reese's peanut butter cup that I used to do quite a bit, uh, and it only works when the Reese's is, um, I guess, room temperature or maybe a little bit warmer. Is if you want to save that peanut butter, you can actually push from the bottom. You push the peanut butter out. Through the top, and Please. then what? you have, uh, yeah. So now it's it's a, a hole like a donut, and then you eat the the edges, and then you save the peanut butter. Quick, quick question: the, do they, and I think we talked about it. Maybe you, as the connoisseur, did, Preston. Do they actually just sell the peanut filling? Peanut filling? Um, mm. We talked about that, and I don't. I, I think we. I did think they do, don't they? You can order that from the Reese's Pieces Cups. They sell the peanut filling. If they do, I need to buy that because the Reese's peanut butter is not the same. Right. I don't think so. No. 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 All right. Let me go to, let me see here. Yeah, I'll go to uh, Ryan next. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Ryan? Nutter bars. Nutter bars. Nutty bars. What Nutty we... bars? The, the little de- yeah, Debbie? The bars are chocolate, and they got the, the wafers that are separate, layered throughout the whole thing. Right. If you take your thumb and carefully push on the side of the first layer, you can separate it. But if you do it careful enough, it won't break, and the peanut butter will stay flush, almost like a topping on one layer of wafer. Yeah. That individually, and then continue to do it throughout the whole wafer. And instead of just shoving the whole nutty bar in your mouth and it's gone, it lasts way longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can see that there's a lot of work, but sometimes, again, we've talked about the way, you know, it it shouldn't make sense that it tastes different or that it's a little bit better since it's all still the same thing, but it does. It's an underrated candy. I agree. I I was, I didn't even, now that we pulled up these pictures, the the Nutty Mm -hmm. Buddy. That's a good one. Yeah. Little Debbie's. Um, Is it a candy or is it a cake? That's That's a great question. question. Did you say that your own question was a good question? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Uh, what, so Why wait for someone else to observe that? <laughs> I'm this, really asking great questions today. This sounds. Uh, this is interesting. I'll, I will go to Gene next. Hi, Gene. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's I up, have, Gene? I have a the perfect end of day meal, which is um, not only will it uh, save you from gaining weight, but it also helps with your reflux. Okay. And what what I do at the end of the day is when I get in bed, I grab two or three tums. You have to vary your milligrams. It's a little scientific. Tums, okay. Uh, but while I'm watching TV or something, I will just chew off the most minuscule piece of each tum, and it takes me lo- just to get the, the flavor. So you're getting flavor, and, right. and you can each one can last you like 10, 15 minutes. Wait a second. Is, is this our friend Gene Verretta? Yes. Gene, okay. I, Gene. I knew only you could come up with a way to eat Tums in a, in, a, in a slightly erotic fashion, too. Right, but it's perfect because you're getting all the flavor of any kind of sweet, mm-hmm. but it's nothing fatty, and it helps with reflux. So Gene brings up a good thing as far as in the realm of, of – uh, and we talked about people who like with the uh, the, ha- the halls uh, the uh, the lozenges, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, are you eat them as candy. Well – my son brought me, uh, a, a, it was a revelation that I was not aware of. Um, you guys remember with Luden's coffee? Yes, uh, right? absolutely. Apparently, 
and my son told me this, and I looked it up, and it seems to be legit that there is there is no medicinal quality to Luden's cough drops. No, at all. It's simply really? a candy. It's straight up candy. Yeah, uh, you can I like look the that cherry flavor. Like. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I would eat it as candy. My parents are like you're eating. You know that's medicine. Right. Those are cough drops. Yeah, but I think that there's no medicinal property. to No, them but at all. You could bring them into school and eat them during class and not right, get in trouble. They weren't candy. Could, could you? Could you OD on Tums? Uh, I'm sure at some point it's not yeah. going to be good but for I mean, your body. Gene, would you have any idea if you can have too many Tums? You probably can, so I cut it. I usually take the seven. <laughs> you go? Do you go to support group? <laughs> I, uh, I usually go for the 750 milligram ones, not a 1,000. <laughs> yeah, I, I need these 750s. Oh, we're out of those, sir. Uh, you know, uh, no, I, uh, Tums always, to me, was like, uh, it, to me, reminded me of the candy ra- Razzles. You remember? Mm-hmm. Right. Razzle, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah Razzles, candy. a gum and a candy. All right, I, 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 I like it's your thinking there. Though. Yeah. All right, thanks, man. Good to hear from you, Gene. <laughs> you too. Uh, all right, wait a minute. I pulled up Luden's. Is Luden bland? Luden's brand cough drops are uh, demulcents, meaning a swelling or irritation reliever and mild oral anesthetic. The active ingredient uh, is pectin. Oh, pectin! And, and is, pectin you find in, in everything and all kinds of stuff. So that's it. That's pectin. That's all that you get. Uh, as far as an active ingredient, uh, but the original menthol and various honey flavors contain menthol, uh, which is an oral anesthetic about- or irritant reliever. But the other one, the 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 uh, the cherry one, is just pectin. Ricola, right? I love the Ricola, the, the, the yeah. honey, right? And that's got to be just a candy. I, I what, what medicine is Ricola? Yeah, I think it's got. I don't know. We'd have to heroin, but, but maybe <laughs> it's got cocaine in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, and we we can only do one more case because we got to stay on time for concert cash. So let me go to Pat. Hey, Pat. Good morning, Pat. You're on the air. That was we on lost hold Pat. for so long. Yeah, uh, can't eat Skittles together. Has to eat the same color at a time. I <laughs> oh, can see that they yeah. have, they're they're I different agree. flavors. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't like lime and and strawberry together, then you would separate those. I can clearly see that. A yeah. game that you can't play by yourself. You have to play with your children. Is see if you can guess what color you're eating, and it has to it obviously can't be M and M's because they all taste the same. But when you uh, like the gummy worms and all that stuff, yeah. Um, they definitely have a different flavor. Oh, but unless you want to play with a mirror. <laughs> Speaking of that, Rochelle uh, found out the other day she was so excited that uh, there's a brand of gummy bears that she absolutely loves, and they have finally started selling them in separate flavors. Like she could get all pineapple oh. gummy bears. It was a particular brand, and it, I don't remember. Is, is which it the one. original, like the Hibro or whatever that? Hibro. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think okay. it was Habro. I think that's it. Do they make uh, honey? I don't know. Gummy, gummy bears? They may very right. well. But but anyhow, they, they are now apparently selling them uh, in single Interesting. Flavors, which was, uh, she was excited about. So, all right. Um, well, with all this chat, and thank you for your calls, by the way. We do appreciate it. And thank you to Kyle, who got us started with the email saying yeah. uh, the various ways that he eats very specifically certain candies. Um, we have some friends that are here this morning. They're called Foodie Hall. Oh, I like that. And uh, they're in Cherry Hill. Uh, they're on Alney Avenue. The specific location is at 1931 Alney Avenue. And it is a, here's the deal. It's a gourmet virtual food court. Rivals the best restaurants in the U.S. So you visit foodiehall.com and they can set you up with delivery or pickup. And it's like 10 different restaurants in one location. So you can get a variety wow. of cuisines there. So like everything that. from, you know, pizza to Asian cuisine to tacos to 
uh, fried chicken, all kinds of stuff. Um, and we have $50 gift cards giveaway. Uh, so 215-263-WMMR will take caller number 16, and we will set you up with that now. 215-263-WMMR, $50 Foodie Hall gift certificate in Cherry Hill. Remember, it's delivery or pickup only, and uh, you should definitely take a look, and we'll set you up. We'll be back in a moment. We have... The Bizarre File on the way. We have MMR's Concert Cash. We have a Save the Date announcement to make as well. So stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's... The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. It's not fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site, delivery, or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit mulchthis.com. So, we'll start with this one. A man was killed inside a Southern California car wash after he got out of his vehicle and was pinned against machinery. You should not get out of your vehicle in a car wash. The fatal accident unfolded late Friday at a self-service car wash, and that's where the unidentified man became trapped between a 2014 Scion XB and a part of the car wash machinery. The preliminary investigation indicated that the man drove into the car wash and, for an unknown reason, tried to exit his vehicle. The car lurched forward and to the left, pinning the man to a column that hoses one uh, houses one of the large rolling brushes when it's not in use. This is why Kathy's afraid of these things. Yes. The accident caused an alarm, an alarm to sound, drawing the attention of another uh, customer who called police. Officers managed to pull the man out and was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Wow. Killed by a car wash. A body has been found in Indiana that may belong to the 25-year-old who police say was murdered by his roommate. Body was found not far from where suspect, suspect <clears throat> Sean Higgins said that he dropped the body. Now... Uh, a release by the police department said some of 25-year-old Easton Ho's roommates had called police. And apparently a female roommate said to dispatchers on 911, my boyfriend, he sent me some text and he is missing now. A female roommate said that Ho had disappeared under suspicious circumstances. He also failed to show up to work. Uh, both of those roommates received unusual texts around 2.45 a.m. Thursday mm. from his number. One text read, an old enemy found me, and I had to kill him. You will not see me. Now, there's a twist to all this. Okay? An old so, enemy found me? There's a twist to all this. So officers spent the day searching for Ho. Hours later, officers found Ho's vehicle, and after further investigation, police said evidence showed that Ho was likely the victim of foul play. Detectives continued to investigate and interview the roommates. One of the roommates, 25-year-old Sean Higgins, admitted to killing Ho. Uh, The police said Higgins took Ho's car to dump his body. He left it and then took an Uber back home. According to court documents, Higgins 
cut off Ho's thumb Oof. to access his cell phone. Wow. And it appears Higgins used the access to pose as Ho. So that, that text message that, that I read. Yeah, so they were sending the text. They were sending that to make it With seem, his finger. And they cut off his finger <sighs> to use his thumbprint to get onto his phone. Thank God they had the finger identification instead of the face identification. Uh, police said it was very brutal and Higgins is now in Miami County Jeez. Jail and facing charges of aggravated murder. Wow. Effed up. Days before his birthday in August 2019, an employee at a Kentucky-based laboratory asked his office manager to not arrange a celebration for his birthday. It wasn't the fear of getting older, but rather an anxiety disorder that can spur panic attacks in stressful situations. The employee, who was hired in October 2018 by Gravity Diagnostics, uh, did not want a celebration because, quote, being the center of attention can trigger his disorder, the documents state. And when the company threw him a lunchtime party against his wishes, it triggered a panic attack, and he left abruptly to spend his break in the car. Four days later, after his office managers confronted him about his reaction to the party, he was fired from the North Kentucky company. He had asked not to have it. He eventually sued Gravity Diagnostics, and this week a jury awarded the man $450,000 in damages for the lost wages and emotional distress. To be honest, I was completely fine, but I knew I'd win in court. Now, Julie Brazil, the founder and chief operating officer of Gravity Diagnostics, claims that it was the other employees who were victimized. She said, my employees de-escalated the situation to get the plaintiff out of the building as quickly as possible while removing his access to the building, alerting me and sending out security reminders to ensure that he could not access the building, which mm. is exactly what they were supposed to do. So I don't know what kind of an attack he had. Well, okay. So but he if, asked to not if have he a says party. to not have it initially, yeah. and he says he's prone to these sort of things, yeah. Okay, man. Well, happy birthday. We got it. That should have been enough. As an employer who puts our employee safety first, we have zero tolerance policy. Eat your cake. And we stand by our decision. <laughs> They're shoving his yeah. face. Eat in your front. goddamn cake. Open your present! And we stand by our decisions to terminate the plaintiff for his violation of our workplace violence policy, they said. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Read the card. Uh, so, they uh, apparently, he was called into a meeting with two superiors who confronted and criticized him for how he reacted to the birthday party. You're stupid. That he didn't want. And uh, this caused him to have another panic attack. Oh, and he was Jesus. sent home from work. Uh, for the next two days and later apologized for having the panic attack. On August 11th, he received an email stating that he was being terminated because of the events from the previous week. So, But he won the lawsuit. So you're prone to panic attacks, and then they exacerbated by sort of mocking your panic attacks. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Yep. All right, let's see. All right, this one is disturbing, okay? Uh, but a pack of sled dogs belonging to an Iditarod veteran and reality TV star killed a family pet in Alaska, oh. officials said. Yeah. Authorities in Wasilla are investigating the March 30th incident involving dogs owned by musher Jesse Holmes, who finished uh, third in this year's Iditarod Trial Sled Dog Race and stars in uh, Life Below Zero, Alaska, on the National Geographic Channel. Uh, Holmes, who lives in rural Alaska, was staying with his dog team at a Wasilla hotel that backs up to the adjacent homeowner's yard. He let the dogs loose to relieve themselves, and they attacked a pet dog named Lucky, who was uh, attached to a lead in the yard. Uh, When Lucky's owner... Uh, Liza McCafferty came outside to retrieve her eight-year-old Havanese. Uh, she saw a black dog dart from under the deck. It was part of a pack that suddenly appeared in her yard. Uh, she said the pack looked like it might attack her as well. So she retreated, and then Holmes came back down the hill to retrieve his sled dogs before returning to the home. Uh, she said he came in, was very apologetic. He was uh, on the verge of crying. Lucky was taken to a veterinary clinic, but he couldn't make it. Uh, and it, he said... 
Uh, he's, uh, Holmes said it was just a really terrible accident due to my negligence. There's video of the incident. It's under investigation. Holmes said he has stayed at the hotel more than a dozen times and never had a problem with letting his dogs loose to relieve themselves. He suspects two new dogs had ventured off toward McCaffrey's yard and the rest of the pack followed. But You got to keep your eye on. I mean, yeah. they're, they, they're, listen, I love them to death, but they're wild animals. Yep. All right. And there a you birthday go. Party. Yeah. That is all that I have in the bizarre file for now. I'll have some nicer stories later on to end with. That's pretty heavy duty. All right, so uh, we only got a couple minutes left for you to enter the word excited, E-X-C-I-T-E-D. It win it. Your chance to win $500 and MMRBQ tickets or maybe $10,000 depending on how you enter it. But the word is excited. It's MMR's concert cash, and that is presented by AAA Distributor. Now, with that... Uh, we have a little announcement to make. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? All right, so we're very excited. I've had a lot of emails coming in, people asking about this. Is it going to happen? If so, when is it? And I have the answer to that information right now, my friend. It is time once again to announce the Preston and Steve, the I bleed for Preston and Steve blood drive. Yep, so it is going to be coming up. And here's the deal. You can save the date now. It's going to be Friday, June 24th. That's right. We're going to do it again on a Friday this year. And we are going to have two different locations for you to choose from. All right? So we're kind of doing things a little bit different this year. Live Casino and Hotel in Philadelphia. We did it last year there. Mm -hmm. And also the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks. And we're hoping, depending on whether we can work the logistics out, maybe a live broadcast that day. We'd love that. From one of the locations. see your smiling faces as you bleed for us. Now, you can't register. You can't get signed up for it now. We will tell you when that is enabled. But we want to let you know in advance so that you can plan your current blood donations so it doesn't conflict with ours if you feel like you would like to donate it with us. So, active donors, here's what you need to do. The last day that you can donate blood and still be eligible to do so at our event is going to be Thursday, April 28th. So that's coming up. Yes. Uh, So that will be your last chance to donate. And then if you wouldn't mind waiting until June 24th for your donation just to be a big part of our drive. We just, it's one of our... One of our uh, uh, sources of pride here at the radio station. We love being a part of this and having you contribute to it is so wonderful. And just before COVID hit, we had the record breaker. It'd be nice to get back to that level, you know, now that we're coming out all this stuff and get back to getting. It's so generous, so amazing. And we'd love for you to take a shot at doing it again with us. Very much so. So it'll be on a Friday, once again, Friday, June 24th. It should be a pretty lengthy time span, so hopefully you can work that out and be able to be a part of it. And two locations, so this will make it convenient for people in different areas. So the one in uh, at uh, Live Casino may be a little bit more uh, uh, um, uh, convenient and, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, geographically friendly. Geographically friendly. Thank yes. you, Steve. To Delaware, New Jersey. Yes. And, of course, you could uh, head out to the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center at Oaks if that is more convenient we understand. Yeah. to you as well. So uh, you need, you'll be able to make an appointment to donate beginning on May 9th. So we're a little ways away from that. We just want to give you a heads up on, and it's uh, from the American Red Cross and MMR putting Philly first. So we're excited about that. But jot that date down, June 24th. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Our buddy Joe Menarese will be performing at City Winery on Saturday, and we'll chat with him when we get back. Stay there. No, we won't chat with him when we get back. We'll chat with him later on. We'll be back in a moment, though. Stay with us. 
I gotta get my beard done like the great Pierre. <laughs> the Metal God meets the good citizen on WMMR.com. See Pierre Robert's conversation with Rob Halford of Judas Priest. Plus photos from their show from the Met Philadelphia. Click Studio Z. All right, uh, we have a special caller uh, that we're going to go to real quick. <clears throat> and I believe I have uh, Nathan on the line. Hi, Nathan, is this you? Yes, it is. How are you? Wonderful. Nathan, other than being a supreme, supremely wonderful person, what's so special about you today? I just won 500 bucks on WMMR. Uh, that is because Nathan is a concert cash winner, and he got the word excited, hence the music, and sent it in. And uh, so, therefore, sir, we got some uh, goodies for you. May I ask, how did you enter... Uh, Nathan, did you use the app or did you uh, text it or the the website? How'd you go about it? I texted today. Texted. Very good. Three different ways for you to do that, by the way. So either way works. No big deal at all. Where are you from, uh, Nathan? I'm from Newark, Delaware. Excellent, man. Longtime listener of MMR. Oh, my whole life. Whole life. We love love it. it. Well, listen, not only do we have 500 bucks for you, but you're also going to go to the MMRBQ. We are going to give you two tickets for that show as well. All right, buddy? That's great. Thank you so much. Excellent. Congratulations. Let's hear it again. And by the way, speaking of the MMRBQ, we're hoping tomorrow morning to have a special announcement about the MMRBQ. You notice we've been full of announcements pertaining to things we've done in the past that are coming back? Yep. That's a good thing. We we, uh, just announced a save to date for the I Bleed for Presidency Blood Drive. That's going to be Friday, June 24th. You can't sign it up yet. I sign up yet, but make sure that you... Uh, save that date, the 24th, and we might have, a, like I said, a special announcement about the MMRBQ. How soon before we're announcing a dumpster pool party again? <laughs> uh, how about that? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Dumpster brand. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, we'll do some more giveaways in a little while with our friends at Foodie Hall who are here this morning in Cherry Hill. You can go to foodiehall.com for all information, but uh, I must say that Detroit-style pizza is a wonderful breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's excellent. So yeah. I, I had the breakfast, I, breakfast-ish pizza, which mm-hmm. I'm looking for the... Is, Wonderful. There's definitely quality. Oh, um, crisscrust. Crisscrust. Yes, yeah. the brunch Detroit style pizza with, uh, and they also brought the cheese Detroit style pizza and Damn the crisscrust Italian hoagie as well. And they have a variety of different uh, cuisines, and I'll tell you about that in a little bit, and have a chance for you to give away uh, to get some goodies from them uh, in a bit. But, but in the meantime, I saw a couple of stories that were worth mentioning, and now that I look at them. They kind of fall under the Just Saying Institute uh, umbrella. Just Saying Institute. Yeah. Home, home of not having anything to say because I didn't know where we are going here yet. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I didn't realize that. But it, but this this has to do with some, some it, stats. Is it the smaller satellite facility? And figures. It might be. Yeah. Uh, but this is all about size. Uh, this particular study that was done all across the globe is about penis size. Penis size. The yes. great, uh, this is certainly, um, since time began, this has been a point of conversation at yep. ladies' club meetings. Uh, online <laughs> pharmacy from Mars analyzed Google data from 86 different countries to come up with their findings. Wait a second. An online pharmacy? What is that again? Uh, they're called From Mars. Okay. An on- no, it's not an online pharmacy from Mars. Because I would be suspect of this information. Yeah. The the name yeah. of the online pharmacy. How do we know how well hung the Martians are? Is from Mars. They're gigantic. Yeah, yeah. And I know you wouldn't think so because they're right. considered little green men. You wait till you see what I'm packing. But they got a third leg, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, uh, apparently, 
American men fall in 59th place in terms of penis length. Average penis length. What about Irish American men? Because... It's probably lower. Probably lower. Yeah. I don't know. So here's how here's how this uh, played out. How did out. that happen? Uh, so we'll start with uh, number one, and this will actually blow your mind. Can I guess? Yeah. France? No. Okay. This will blow your mind because we know someone, and the thought of him with oh, this man. with this is very interesting. Ecuador has <laughs> the longest no. average penis length. <laughs> You're saying Jose? Gentlemen, Jose, wow. our former maintenance worker when we worked at Y100, uh, was Ecuadorian. So and he's only about Jose. three and a half feet tall. They tend to be of slighter build. And so they're, but they're packing. But not down there. He's, yeah. No, he's about Marissa's height. He's, yeah. he's, about, he's about four foot even. That's funny. Uh, but apparently the data shows that men in Ecuador have the longest average <laughs> penis length when, um, how is the proper word? Aroused. And gorge aroused, aroused yes. WMMR is the rock, guys, of everybody. That's Jose. Yes. That's how enormous penis. Uh, 6.93 inches is their average length. Average? It's his average <laughs> length. Now, I don't know how they went about their research, but that's... Yeah, let's everybody's walking around with a 7-inch long in, uh, in Why Ecuador. Why am I finding that hard to believe? Wow. Followed by Cameroon with 6.5. Oh, so they don't need plow horses. 6.56 inches. That's where uh, Joel Embiid is from, so yeah, well, I can see yeah. that. Okay, all right. That yeah. makes more sense. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Uh, Bolivia, 6.5 inches. Uh, Sudan, 6.48 inches. Uh, Haiti had 6.3 inches. Very, all very hot atmospheres. Yeah. Environmentally, yeah. excessive heat certainly helps your schlong. So the U.S. came in 56th place. Well, what about... <laughs> Oh, I... oh, I'm sorry, 59th place with the average of 5.35 inches, just below India with 5.4 inches, so, and just above Japan with 5.34 inches. Did they break it down within the United States, uh, or is it just... Yeah, the, one... Oh, no, no, not within okay. the U.S., no. Okay. Because, listen, the U.S. is a, well, it's a melting pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have loads of different ethnicities, as opposed to, I would imagine, in in Japan and right. in India, you're going to have a higher concentration of people that are more indigenous to the area. It's not our fault. We're just, we, we have so many different types of people. Yeah, it makes us with big penises yeah. seem like All we have of us smaller super <laughs> donged individuals end up looking bad. Uh, it always is a few few rotten apples. Uh Taiwan I'm came... not gonna stand here. <laughs> yeah, and let you bend <laughs> out the United States, States of America. Penis sizes. <laughs> we did. Uh while Taiwan I'm not saying we didn't take liberties <laughs> with some Ecuadorians. We, we did. did. So, Taiwan came in uh, just after us. It says 85th place. I think I think we're, uh, yeah, 85th place with 4.24 inches. Actually, they're way behind us. And Cambodia came in last place. Be so small. With 2.95 inches. No. The average size. Average? What, what is this? Average. What, 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 where? What? From Mars. That's the, the, the no, online no, pharmacy. Who had the two point? That was, oh, uh, Cambodia. Wow, man. And Taiwan. Was way down there. Do you too. think if we asked Jose, he would know about like the rumor of this, like the Ecuadorian men are supposed to be this way? Yeah, huh? he might. He'd he have an opinion on it. Yeah, I'm like, saying, case you and I go to Cambodia, <laughs> start porn careers. <laughs> yeah, you guys would be yeah. so oh, famous. Yeah. Get there. ready for this. <laughs> oh my god, you ready? Uh-huh. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, ladies? Yeah. 
So I thought that was really, really Look interesting. It now goes past my testicles. What I would like to find out is is what their metrics were that they used to to, to gather this information because it, if I'm they're always, just taking what you know people are stating online exactly. or something like that. It's kind of hard to uh, uh, to come to any. That's why this information is always suspect. Now, if you had a, a uh, like a urologist from around the world, yeah, or, that or is that would seem yeah, that is absolutely logged all of this. Information. Right. By the way, I've said I've said hard and come and log all in like one <laughs> sentence yeah. there. But you can't say them in different ways. Yes, it's yeah. hard to come to this conclusion. Right. You have to log the information. That's right. how I said it. So. Yes, it's perfect. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have the 56th uh, largest uh, penis. All right, we're not in last place. So no. uh, Cambodia was last place. You said right? Uh, yes. Two point. Yeah, Five. Taiwan was okay. 2.9. 2.9. All right, uh, I do have some other things to mention from the Just Saying Institute, and let me get to one I think we will... Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, if you spend more time staring at the bodies of others than you do looking at their faces, uh, it's not a good sign. Researchers from Edith Cowan University looked at eye gaze behavior, basically ogling. right. And found that looking at people's bodies rather than their faces is linked with harmful attitudes towards sexual assault. Ew. Wow. Well, Jeez. okay. Yeah. The okay. study leader, Dr. Ross Hollert, says gazing at someone's body instead of the face is one form of sexual objectification or valuing people for their bodies over their minds or personality. This sexual objectifying gaze behavior uh, can lead to more harmful attitudes and behaviors. Well, that would, that would make... Complete, that seems sort of axiomatic in that someone who's just fixated on that stuff is sort of a has a, a, at least the inclination to be a little bit more of a degenerate, right? Yeah, well, and here's the deal. They specifically found that men who tended to gaze at women's bodies were yeah. more likely to assume that women invite or tolerate rough sexual conduct. Ooh, that's yeah. not good. Well, I mean, if you do like rough sexual conduct, then that's good. And, you know, both of you do. Then, then if you're Ecuadorian, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <laughs> uh, so Hallett adds uh, understanding how women and men look at each other is important for explaining and predicting social behavior particularly those behaviors that are harmful that have harmful consequences so obviously so if you're if you're walking around the office or and you're I've seen guys be so overt oh yeah and, and repulsive really yeah. uh, in, in the way they do it the thing you have to do is you gotta slide a camera under the <laughs> you yeah. put one on your shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a gentleman. Be discreet. Be a gentleman. Mirrors right. on your shoes. No, the the uh, there. I mean, there's and and I think more and more that's going away of the uh, yeah. the wolf whistling. You know, yeah, guy. Uh, there was a um, uh, I forgot it was the story a little while back of a woman who was making videos. Might have been TikTok videos, of, and she was getting regularly, you know, wolf whistled at right, and, yeah. and cat calling and all that stuff. And she found that if she stopped and actually talked. Yeah, uh, to the people that were doing that, that it got really uncomfortable. Uh huh. Like re- for them, for the people that were that were doing the the, the cat the calling and yeah, all yeah. that. Once you start to call them right. on it, uh, in fact, in that movie, uh, Steve, oh, um, uh, uh, oh man, uh, the the girl who's uh, oh oh uh, 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 a uh, uh, an exception. <laughs> An exceptional young woman. Promising young female. Promising young female. It's a great movie. Promising young woman. She gets catcalled and she would just stop. Yeah. And just stare at these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And eventually they'd get pissed off because they were being called out on, on what they were doing. If you so, haven't seen that movie, it oh is God. really, really good. Yeah, it'll stick with you for yes. a while. Absolutely. All right, uh, something lighter. How about this? 
Uh, tensing up your muscles before a nap can improve your sleep, apparently. What? So, like, uh, like electrocute yourself? No, 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 no. Uh, researchers from two universities in the U.S. found the study participants who did a... I'm going to go take a nap. ...who did a guided 10-minute progressive muscle relaxation, or PMR. And, Nick, if you could look up what that means exactly. Pissing, moaning, and running. No, progressive <laughs> muscle relaxation. <laughs> Had a different sleeping brain rhythm pattern compared to participants who listened to classical music before going to sleep. The lead study author said, we found that those who engaged in PMR prior to sleep showed greater right side sleeping brain rhythm activity from the start, which we expect to see in more well-rested individuals. So in essence, PMR before the nap supported some of the restorative needs that sleep typically takes care of. This does... Excuse me, this doesn't mean that one doesn't need sleep, but instead that PMR can bias the nap to be filled with more deep sleep. Okay. And may possibly let sleep focus its support on the other functions such as memory formation or emotional health. This uh, this makes sense to me because I don't I don't sleep for very long on a nightly basis. However, I exercise every day. Mm-hmm. By the time I go to bed, I am tired and I and I have a sleep number bed too, which helps. But I have the um uninterrupted sleep that uh, I find is very rejuvenating. So it's sort of that way, right? Probably because it says here uh, in this article, progressive muscle relaxation is based upon the simple practice of tensing or tightening one muscle group at a time, followed by a relaxation phase uh, with release of the tension. So so they're actually saying before you go to bed, this is something that you would run through. But what if you've sort of gotten to that place... By exercise and exertion leading up to. Yeah, I don't know. uh, Like, I don't know when you need to do it. It's sort of like a kind of like like compare it to meditation. So it's going to help calm you down. It it helps with anxiety and stress. They use it for like headache, you know, chronic headaches, things like that. Could you you curl your huge Ecuadorian penis? (laughs) Only Ecuadorians. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I bet, Kathy, using those techniques... Because you're concentrating on flexing and, uh, and uh, working those muscles at yeah. that time, you're not thinking oh. about other stuff. Oh, that's true. You're, like, right. if you're yeah. thinking about like flexing your bi- bi- bicep or whatever, like you are concentrating on that, uh, doing this technique, well, could and that, you, that could lead to sleep, better sleep. Could you achieve the same sort of concentration or distraction by ogling your neighbor across the street? You yes. could do that. Yeah. You're paying attention. Right. right? I guess it's kind of like mindful meditation because one of the first things you do is you you check in with your body. Yeah. You sit and yeah. you think about your toes. It's true, yes. And then the top of your feet and then your heels and then your ankles and you slowly start working your way up your body and you go through every bit of your body until you start to, are you're aware of your surroundings and what your body's doing. In the yeah. predominant amount of your, I, 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 Dr. Rosenberg, Dr. Rosenpenis has a, a meditation that he made specifically for me and the, I go from the head down mm-hmm. Do you find that a lot of the other ones have you going from the feet up? The one, the only one that I did, the yeah. uh, the mindful meditation, yeah, started at the feet. Okay, and, went, and in fact, this this particular uh, PMR is that what it was called? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, PMR. Here, okay, so here's how you do it. Okay, this is an example of how you do it. While inhaling, contract one muscle group. For example, your upper thighs. Wait a second. Yeah, we need some sort of spa music. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Do yeah, yeah. Spa I music. Uh, so I'll wait till that starts yeah, in a moment. I got you. And give your best. Um, uh, the world's most hilarious wedding disasters. <laughs> no, I won't give it okay, that delivery. Okay. All right. While inhaling, contract one muscle group. For example, your upper thighs. I can give you the really smooth okay, delivery yeah, if you yeah, want. For five seconds to ten seconds. Then exhale. Suddenly release the tension in that muscle group. Give yourself ten seconds to twenty seconds to relax. 
you are now relaxed. <laughs> Whenever you fart, that's when you realize you have relaxed as deeply yeah, as you yeah. can. By the way, that scene in, in the first Austin Powers movie, when they get in the hot tub and he's like, oh, I'm so relaxed. And then the bubbles just pop up. All right, then you move on to the next muscle group. For example, your buttocks. Your buttocks. While releasing the tension, try to focus on the changes you feel when the muscle group is relaxed. Imagery may be helpful in conjunction with the release of the tension, such as, Jesus, dear God, such as imagining the stressful feelings are flowing out of your body as you relax, as you relax each muscle group. But I, but I wasn't, I wasn't aware of the tensing of the muscles first uh, and then relaxing them. It's part of, like, we, it, some yoga practices do it. Okay. Um, and it, it's, it's a standard, of, right? I mean, a standard relaxation is the, the tensing and releasing. And releasing, right. yeah. Okay, all right. But apparently it will help you give a uh, get a deeper sleep, uh, which I would love because there have been times I've laid down for a nap and I'm like, it didn't cut it. Like that did I didn't get what but I needed. But you can out nap. Yeah. For I inspiration. Can. No, you can yeah. nap um and and do it successfully. I've never been able to master that. Um so all right, we'll try this maybe a little help. All right. Let's see. All right, what else do I have here for you? Um let's go with um, How about this? Uh I've got I have several sleep studies, but this is uh, I want to go with something different. How about this? So you get uh you can get information about you know, nearly anything instantly using the internet, but a new study finds that Googling information or searching for information uh, can make you more likely to forget things compared to reading it in a book. Because you know that it's at the ready and you're not as compelled to remember it? The phenomenon is known as digital amnesia or the Google effect. Huh. Uh, University of Cologne researchers write, when externally stored information is easily accessible and retrievable, Individuals are not inclined to deeply process the details since they can easily look up the information whenever needed. So that's sort of, yeah. yeah. I find it actually, uh, it helps me learn more. Uh, the, the accessibility, where I may not pursue the, you know, a question about the elevation of Everest or whatever. I don't want to. No, I find the opposite. Yeah. I, I, I you find, find this find happens this, to you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like because of the accessibility, because it's so readily available, I don't learn it. Uh, I just, I know it for a second yeah. because I've looked it up, and that, but I don't retain it. Huh. And, and the same, I play the same technique to uh, directions. If uh, like using Google Maps, um, I'll get to the place where I need to go, but I won't remember it. I, it learning the, the, it's like the walking, directions. Nick. It's <laughs> like walking and thinking at the same time. Right. You know? I'm with you. I was going to say the same thing. Okay. Because of Waze, yeah. because of that amazing app, I don't know how to get to certain places that I've gone to yeah. many, many times. And it's incredibly useful. There's Obviously, there's a purpose for it, but like I don't learn the directions. I just know how to get there faster. I've got faster. a pretty good idea right. of how to get there, but if there are several turns... Yeah. I, I don't know how to get there. So yeah. I guess it's weird because I, I operate on a, on a like, like I, I can retain, if I've gone someplace, I'll remember pretty well how to get there another time. Well, uh, I remember pretty well, too. Yeah. But, like, there's a couple of golf courses I go to that take lefts and rights through neighborhoods and things like that. And right. I'm like, oh, man, am but I you turning have, left or right here? You now? wouldn't be expected to remember. I mean, it's something that, I mean, we're, you're left and right and constantly going in yeah. multiple directions. But I've been there seven or eight times. W- would you say, on balance, that the Internet has helped you learn more? Or, yeah, I yes, think so. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't. 
I, I think it has to do on your interest level, to be right. honest. And, on, and on how genuinely everything. Yeah. you are in anything. I mean, I'm really going to remember how big Ecuadorian penises <laughs> are. Can, can yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a job uh, once, and I've referenced this before, but I worked uh, for Enterprise Rent-A-Car in Los Angeles, and this was in the 90s. And uh, the way that, uh, my job was to drive cars around L.A., right? And the way that I learned the streets was they have this thing in Los Angeles called the Thomas Guide. Right. It's a big book of, of the maps of all of the streets all over Los Angeles. And so I had to study that book every day. If I used Waze today and had that same job, I know that I would be able to get to all the places, but I wouldn't be able to remember that. Right. And, and to this day... I know those streets in L.A. because I used the book to study it. You, know? you, you had to work harder to, yeah, to remember hold on to the information. And to retain the knowledge. I purposely turn off the uh, ways or, or whatever, or don't use it. when, like, I had to go to Spring Mountain twice a week this winter. Uh, and last winter, I did it as well. And at some point, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. You go twice a week. Yeah. And so I, t- I stopped looking at yeah. the GPS and just got myself there. And I was able to do it. And I, I recently did it this year yeah. uh, going to my brother's house. <laughs> My brother lives, like, probably about 10 minutes from me, but you, there's a lot of turns. He lives in Bridgeport, so you're driving through the right. city of Bridgeport. There's lots of turns there. There's one-way streets. Like, right. if you miss one, you got to go around, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, again, it's your brother. You should know how to get to his house. Um, you know what one of the best things about Waze or what what you can use it for? Speed traps. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. Everyone talks that. about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And why it's, hasn't it's Peter Frampton gotten an yeah. endorsement deal with It's it? real good. Why would Peter Frampton show me the ways? Show me the ways. It, um, <laughs> it's good because, like, even if you know exactly where you're going, you can use it because if it, it knows where the bad tra- traffic parts yeah, are. Totally. Yeah. And it is, it is so accurate, Case. In mm-hmm. some, now, I don't use ways a lot, but occasionally I have, and I've had the... the Things like um, uh, debris in road, yeah. five, 30 feet ahead or 30 yards ahead. And I'm like, holy crap. The, oh, I'm, like an, I'm an active user. Yeah, I, yeah, like, yeah. I report things right, right. to the app when I see them or I concur that, yeah. yes, that, that uh, car is still off to the side there. Or if there's a big pothole, right. you can even enter those. I, I enter all this. But my well, son is... Um, ahead. Like, yeah, that, yeah. That's mm-hmm. like, the, like you said, the speed traps. That's I like I use that all the time. Yep. Yeah, my son uh, plays rugby over here by Fairmount Park. I know exactly how to get to his field, but from where I live to where that is, there are a thousand different ways you can go. And so I use ways to let me know which way is the, is the quickest way to get there. But so. you can, but can you retain all those different ways to get there? Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's good then. Yeah, but, but you just don't know where that uh, the traffic's going to be or the, mm, uh, and road that's closures. Basically, and the only way uh, reason mm-hmm. to use it. All right, do I have time for another one? Um, no, no. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh. Boo! All right, we got to shut down the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the campus, but thank you for stopping by. We do appreciate the satellite that. facility. Yeah, uh, as we are taking a break, I'd like to give something awesome to you. Our friends from Foodie Hall are here this morning. They brought by a lot of great food, excellent and food. That is what you get at Foodie Hall. It's a gourmet virtual food court of sorts, so you can get craft burgers, Detroit style pizza. Awesome Asian cuisine, mouth-watering tacos, mac and cheese bowls, Jersey fried chicken sandwiches, and more. So essentially a whole different kinds of cuisines all in one place, and it's available for pickup or delivery. And that's yeah. it, okay? You can order online at foodiehall.com. But we have a $50 gift card for caller number 14-215-263-WMMR. We will set you up with this now, so make sure that you call now, get through, and you yourself will be able to experience Foodie Hall. So check their website out at foodiehall.com. We'll be back in just a moment. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right, and this month's band is Kara Kara. What I don't 
Vaquera, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, Philly. Our next guest is on his Remember When tour, and he's going to be at the City Winery on Saturday. And we are happy to welcome back to our studio our friend, Mr. Joe Manorese. Yes, yes, yes. yes. There you go, Joe Manorese. We're playing Asia because he's wearing an Asia T-shirt today. Yes. Is Asia your favorite super group of all time? Uh, probably not, but my first concert in Philadelphia. Asia, really? Yeah, the old Spectrum. I definitely saw Asia. Wow. It's funny that you, you know, I forget I'm wearing the shirt. Yeah. And you said it, and then I look and you're wearing the Rush shirt. Right. Which is probably my second or third concert at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. But just recently I was doing a show and uh, I asked somebody, because I didn't, I wasn't wearing the shirt, but yeah. I, sometimes I'll dress the stage up with okay. a lot of 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had the Asia shirt, and uh, I said to somebody in the audience, if you can name <laughs> one guy in the band, I'll give you a free download to my brand new CD. I can name everybody in the band. You can. Yeah. You can. <laughs> I was surprised. He said an obscure, well, he said Jeffrey Downs, and mm. I was like, I go, what, did you see it on the back of the shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I saw him in concert recently. I was like, Asia did a concert recently? I remember, so yeah, that was keyboard the player. first time I ever heard the, the term supergroup. Now, the, the, you could make a case like uh, Blind Faith was a supergroup and, and some others, you know, you pull them in for different things. But Asia, they made a big thing. Yeah. Guys from other bands come together for this band, um, but it's a were, it's a massive guilty pleasure. Were they one of the first? I mean, were they one of the first? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they they were marketed as that because you had you had Steve Howe from Yes, you had right. Carl Palmer from ELP, you had uh, John Wetton, uh, the bass player and singer. He was from some other groups like W and stuff like that. And then Jeff Downs, who I really didn't know before that, but he was in the Buggles. He was uh, oh the Buggles. Yeah, he played the keyboard on Video that. Killed the Radio, Video Star. Killed the radio yes. Star. But yeah, they they had and and these guys had all played with different groups and then they put them together so yeah but they're they're pushing them that way this is in line with your with your show which is doing very well yeah it's 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 You've so great to be it's so yeah. great to be like it's funny that i literally just feel now like back before covid like that feeling of yeah. oh i'm able to add tons of things to my material while i'm on stage so we were talking about uh we heard chris jericho in here yesterday he was talking about people that um People are starting to feel that, so he gets like tons of walk up now at, at you know at uh, his concerts. Oh, really? And so uh, you know, and then I think people are like, oh wait, wait, and like there's a big buzz over your show, and and it, it's it's got to be very cool to have kind of a stasis take place for two years and then see people enthusiastic to come out yeah. and see you. And it's fun. I've always wanted to do more of a themed kind of a stand up show. Uh, I even use that in the bio for the show. Like, Christopher Titus does a lot of these themed shows. Yeah, yeah. Um, Colin Quinn does a lot of political-themed shows. And, and and people don't realize it at first. It's still stand-up. Yeah. It's not. It's just mine's multimedia. I mean, it's it's a lot of pictures and a lot of music. That's awesome. Well, you're, the, the Remember the When Tour, the, the logo is like the old Van Halen logo. I love that. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. really cool. So is a lot of music going to be involved? There's, there's a, a lot, lot of bands yeah, and stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah. I even brought, I brought like a little set list. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what would they want me to talk about from the 80s show that is, I mean, music-wise... 
Well, a lot of the show is because I have kids that are 14 and 10 and comparing it to them and, like, mm-hmm. how annoyed I am with their stuff when they complain <laughs> compared to what we had. There's just sure. a ton of that. But when it comes to music, I say our bad music is even better than their good music. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. <laughs> uh, right? I, Don't I you think, agree? I think every generation probably thinks uh. we we got the coolest music. But but I, I'm, we're always you know so we're always up on on, on new stuff that's coming out and I I can, I can kind of see on your point and I I've probably said the same thing in some form or another uh, but but I what I do find is that there's a lot of like young kids or younger teenagers that are embracing. The bands that we all done. Yeah. My mm-hmm. my son still does it. He, I mean, even though he loves these terrible auto tuned rap songs. Yeah, I mean, yeah. every they're not even really rapping. It's like, why do they have to put that effect on the rap? I <laughs> right. don't understand. <laughs> right. Uh, but he, yeah, he likes he likes some. Uh, Rush. He died. I, I, I used to force him to concerts when I was a kid. Did you ever do that as a dad? You just bring him? My son fell asleep at ACDC. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how? Like, Angus Young is running up, just like bouncing around to that runway. He has his yeah. own. I'm like, I, I had never seen ACDC in concert, and it was like on my bucket list of things. Because like, these bands, you think they're going to live forever, and they, and they, they, they start dying. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you got to go see them. And I couldn't believe it to see a guitar player be the front man is amazing like he's the guy yeah. with the runway and the singers in the back they're like no 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 get out and I saw it when I, uh the Guns N' Roses, uh, when Axel, Axel was Axel. Lead, lead singer yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. cool and he apparently did a good job but none of these guys though we talk about this a lot ever seem to force the music you know like you're gonna like g- g- listen to this listen to this like they, they, they right most for the most part you guys i mean yeah. oh with our kids well, yeah when you have kids you do it a lot it's, i do it with comedy too and my son said this to me the other day he goes do you know you're like oh for 20 on comedians you showed me he won't laugh at anyone that that's a class who has he not like nothing everybody brian regan nothing what? i'm like uh yeah richard Pryor. he just doesn't even giggle he'll he'll like Chappelle. Like, he likes Chappelle, right, but other go. than that, I mean, his comedy stylings are like Enrique, well, not Enrique Iglesias. Uh, uh, I know who you're talking what's about. What's his name? Oh, the, uh, uh, pop, the big uh, dude? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Gabriel, Gabriel Iglesias. Gabriel, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, yeah, he'll love Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, Kevin Hart he loves. Okay. You know, Kevin Hart, I think, is one of those comedians that crosses over to the young and yeah, the yeah. old. But, oh, the movies help. Yeah. Eddie, like, Eddie Murphy, like, my daughter's only 10, and, like, she loves Saturday Night Live and loves watching... When Eddie Murphy was on again, right, right, she was dying at all the new Eddie Murphy stuff. She loves that. But like one thing I talk about with the music is with with our bad music being better is that that we had to go through tolls right when we grew up. <laughs> like we didn't have Easy Pass. Right. We couldn't just have bad music on and just run through the toll and not worry. <laughs> and that I, and I talk about how insecure I was that I would. L- lower or shut off <laughs> and i liked cheesy like slow music right, yeah. and one band i bring up on stage is england dan and john, john ford, ford coley yes and i go what a name do you think they ever like hooked up with girls like hi i'm england dan did you meet my friend john ford coley like oh is that out of here uh, I, um, I really love to see you tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm amazed yeah. that everyone in the audience knows all the words when those songs come on. Because when that in that environment, when uh, you know, years and years ago, when you know, FM was sort of like the uh, was like, oh, okay, that's that's for the potheads. 
AM was playing a, a lot of the music, and and so you'd hear this stuff so often right. that regardless, you you were it, it would became an earworm before you knew it was an earworm. And there were a lot of bands and and just solo singers back then, yeah. that had a style of cheesy, like Christopher <laughs> Cross, yeah. you know, like Run Like the Wind is a yeah. great one. Yeah. I always used to play that on stage and goes that that sounds like a song yeah. that a bad musician or bad magician in Vegas would just be doing. <laughs> right. you, know, you know those comedians that do bad magic <laughs> yeah. on purpose? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, you yeah. Know, they like show you the trick, like <laughs> yeah. that's what that freaking Run Like the Wind and Michael McDonald for one line in the song, like the do you remember when they when they Christopher Cross they could only him. afford him for one line just just that's all you just just give us uh what's this line in uh in, in, <laughs> wait what song in uh in Ride, Ride Like, the, like wind? the Wind yeah Michael McDowell's on that song well, yeah it's one line oh yeah. I don't know I would have to uh, I'd have to go back and it's listen the best to that. part Ride of the like whole the song wind. I think he's Ride Like the Wind right no it's a uh, Oh God! I can't believe I can't think of it. You I brought stopped it up. doing the bit. I pulled. Yeah. I pulled this part out of my show about a year ago because it was like it was certain things are so obscure that you think everybody's going to know no, it. No, Michael McDonald did the same. He was he worked with Steely Dan a lot. He did a lot of like Boz Skaggs and all that stuff. So he was always the guy. Yeah. In the back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I think is, I can't believe Casey's not able to pull up. I, I you don't, can't find I don't it. have it. Can't <laughs> find I'm it. sure Maurice is looking for it right yeah. now. It'll, it'll be a minute. Uh, Do you remember the Christopher Cross <laughs> thing that occurred, though? Well, there he, was that other song, huh? Forgetting, which I didn't realize until I was like 40 that he was saying, Keep forgetting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was, <laughs> that's all I thought it was. <laughs> he was. He was huge. Yeah. I, I love this stuff. All right, we're looking at the lyrics. Yeah, those are the lyrics, but, uh, oh, yeah, and I've got such a long uh, way to go. Goes, such a long way to go. Take it to the border of Mexico. But he only does the, right. just yeah. such a long way to go. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He did the echoing of that And then line. he goes home. And that's it. He's well, a cash check. check. Yeah, well, the, out of it. The other thing, it's just that's what's also fun about being out there doing live shows again. And it, you know, this show was only two shows old, and then yeah. the pandemic hit. I did it twice, and then boom, pandemic. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to bring it back. And you slowly figure out what sections people like. Like you're like, do they want to talk about '80s movies? Do they want to talk about '80s TV? Do they want to talk about '80s commercials? And you start to re- the the clothing is like. Yeah, is probably the the biggest hit, and actually talking about how we did a lot of mean things, like Like picking the the best. Probably the best bit that I do now is about uh, how we would pick teams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. and we didn't care whose feelings we hurt. Oh, yeah. it, was like, oh. it was like the two most athletic kids, and I go, yeah. they were only mo- the most athletic because they were two years older. They failed a couple times, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, and Boy. they had mustaches, right, and, yeah. and they're right. just picking like Tony and Steve and Petey. Yeah. And then I go, then there was this slew of losers that were left that didn't get picked, and I it go, was the worst. Yeah, and they called them by their ailments. They didn't yeah. have names. They'd be like, you get, you get, you get asthma, and, you know, and he's like, no, I had asthma the last time, and then. I get to eye patch, which is I show a picture of me. I was one of those eye patch kids. Right. Like, okay, don't, they don't do that anymore. I no. go, I go. That was so your bad eye was supposed to like get get, get better. better. Right, yeah. right. And I go. It's not a race. Like it's 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 my Wait, vision. So it would they cover? Work. Would they cover up your good eye so your yeah. bad eye got yeah. better? Yeah, that's what they yeah. did. I had the patch. They never entertained oh, the notion man. that it was just making yeah. your good eye bad. Yeah, and then the last one that they laugh at the most, and it's the meanest. Yeah, I show a picture. Of that big shoe and the little shoe. Do you remember when kids used yeah, to have 
yeah, one yeah. longer yes. leg. Right. I, I go. I think evolution made it go away. It doesn't. Right. But back when we grew up, they give them a Doc Martin, this yeah. huge fat <laughs> shoe, and yeah. this little Chuck Taylor, and then just let them try to figure it out. You know? Oh, it was. It was. Man, a- I I remember the days of of splitting up the of, oh. of, of picking teams, and I just I, I remember on a couple occasions go, oh, here we go again, because <laughs> right, I was in that lower tier. I wasn't the last one, right. which is always a death sentence. But I was not in the in the upper tier of, of people getting chosen. And it's right. like, all right. Here do we they go. still do Preston? Do they still I do shirts and skins? No, there's no way. I forgot about. That. Oh, I got to bring that back. Skins. Show. I yeah, knew we're kids watching. Were terrified. We're right now watching uh, uh, Stranger Things season four right. is coming out. Do you want to trip down the eighties, man? Watch oh, really? Stranger Things. Oh, it. oh my God, you will love it, Joe. It's all about the eighties. And in the in the second season, they're playing basketball in the church with skins. Yeah. yeah, and of course, one of the, the one of the characters they have is just totally ripped up with his shirt off. But <laughs> yeah, that's a show. If you want to peruse the '80s, you you will feel right at home watching that. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, basically, what made me come up with the comedy version of it is how many of these you know tribute bands are selling out venues with sure. no social media following. Yeah. I'm like, what the heck? And then I went. Let's do tribute comedy a little bit. Like, I think people like all the... It, it makes you feel young again is what's... It really does. Well, you hear it. you're right in the pocket because, like, the, with the Goldbergs and Stranger Things and all these shows that are hitting, you know, mm-hmm. th- this is a time for real nostalgic awareness by a lot of people. Plus, you're, you're a very funny guy, so you can bring that to... The observations. Yeah. So still the part I struggle with, what's funnier, looking at it on a screen, having me talk about it, seeing the picture of the item or the actual item being there. I'm like, do I make the investment? Because you can... The screen I've been yeah. trying to buy this stuff on eBay. Yeah. I can't believe how much Cavaricis cost. <laughs> I, really? They're four or five hundred dollars a pair. Well, shut up. I swear to God, if you have Cavaricis laying around in a, in a, <laughs> in a plastic bin so, in your garage, wow. they're four hundred dollars a pair. Oh, my God. God. Wow. Yeah. And you can't find... I'm like, what did we all have? We had tiny... Everything's yeah. a 27 waist. <laughs> I'm like, who's got that? <laughs> I, I like the idea of the things up on the screen. I think for the most part that works. But if you can get one or two or three things, like you know, if you can get like a speaking spell that actually works yeah, yeah, or, you know, things like well, that, I'm people glad, love that. I'm glad you said that because that's something at the City Wineries is the first time we're doing it. I'm asking people to either dress up in 80s clothes okay. or bring an item that you have that still works from the 80s and you can bring it on stage and I'll talk about yeah. it. Because a lot of people have pongs at home. A lot of people somewhere, have those handheld football games. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I, I, I somewhere Tecmo football. have one that still works. It's a Battlestar Galactica handheld game. Oh, I never saw that one. Yeah, it was one of my <laughs> favorite games. But it was along the lines of a ColecoVision yeah. or Mattel football game. You know, it was something like that. And really? by the way, those those games, like the Activision, all that stuff were the, were the, 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 the best, yeah. you know? I dropped mine in the toilet, that football one, the <laughs> oh. electronics. It never worked again. You no. thought the iPhone freezes up fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drop. Joe, with your with your you know ties to the area growing up here and everything, with the show this weekend, are, you, are there any exclusive Philly type of things of that era that you're going to bring up, memories and things between now and now then? Now you're making me think I should bring them all back in. What about the chains? I mean, we, the, we the roller skating from uh, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, like I'll... Wherever I go, I usually try to specify it. Yeah. Like I'll go, what what was the name of your rink in that area? What's the what's the crappy town that? Because like, there's a part in my roller skating bit. 
you know, <laughs> where I go, the, the you know, the couple's only lady's choice is when the good-looking girls went to the bathroom and the mutants came out, right? And I, if, it, it works the best if the mutant, if I can say a specific town. Like in South Jersey, you would say uh, the girls from Belmar. I would show different ones. Belmar, Mount Holly, uh, Runnymede, you know. It's great, though. It's great, it's great yes. to specify. People love yeah. that. I, I, I really would love to do, I don't know. I don't want to steal Joe Conklin's yeah. like thunder, but I would love to do like a full sports one one year. Like right. just try it, make you know the full remember when because the first remember when had had the eighties uh, when they when they won the World Series in nineteen eighty. I had the video and I showed it on the screen and they're shooting like fireworks off in the vet and I'm like you couldn't they would never do that now. And then I do Harry Callis if he would have been allowed to announce it back then because right. they weren't allowed to have local broadcasters right. on TV. nationally. Yep. So, and I go, he was probably boozed up and he would have <laughs> lost his mind and i do like a drunken, dirty Harry Callis doing the... <laughs> when- I, I say do the more generic because I, I, when I talk to Joe about, you know, we, we will we'll chat occasionally when I see him and he says, like, that's the stuff he does is... Is he? He can only do it here. Right. Like you can't take. You yeah. can take out a. I appreciate the '80s on the road anywhere. Yeah. Well, to be honest, if I was like being really honest, if this was my like yeah. uh, a and biography or sixty minutes interview, we usually uh, do we like expect a ten, those? ten minute interview. But to be honest, my goal for the whole show is to do a residency of it in Atlantic City, where it has a lot of local and a lot of people from Philly and South Jersey are coming to it. Like I've been trying to. How do I rent a space? In a casino, you know, because you'll get, you'll get Dude, the tourists, yeah. and then you'll also get that Philly, South Jersey thing. And that's you'll that's, be the Jeff I'm, Dunham of, uh, of the AC. I, I, well, like, what's his name too? Uh, Carrot Top is someone yeah. comes to your mind. He's been in Vegas for like ten years straight. Yeah, and just having those props, like. I never thought of myself as a prop comedian, but I love the idea of having the 80s set where it's like my bedroom from the 80s on yeah. one side and my son's bedroom from 2022 on the other side. I love it. With the LED. I don't know if your kids have the LED. <laughs> yep. light. My son looks like yep. he's having a Prince tribute concert. In his bedroom. It's all purple oh, in his room. Oh, my God. Does he ever turn them off because my son does not? No, yeah, that's right. They never. Whenever I come home, I'm like, oh, there, there's I, I, my son's name is Seamus. I go, oh, Club Seamus is open. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. You don't need You're to. Right. They never get hot. They take hardly any electricity whatsoever. Yeah, those true. LED lights. Why, yeah, they come with the remote, but you can yeah. never find Change that remote. Out, right. You're right. You got to unplug way, them. One remote works for all of them. They're like, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, absolutely. I, I have tons of lights, and one remote. If it's the same type of light. The same remote will work. Do, do your kids have the dual monitors that they're playing the video games on? The Not dual, dual no. 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 I don't have kids, but I have a super <laughs> wide monitor that I love. My, my son actually uh, said that he wanted a, a higher resolution monitor. He goes, they have 8K now. And I like, yeah. I almost Show snapped. me the game you're playing on 8K. Yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, I played Pong on a black and white. Like, really? I go, no, no, no 4K, no 8K, no, no K. Like, my zero son, K. My son tried that, and I was like, Absolutely not. I don't even know what you're talking about. So we're not getting multiple curved <laughs> screens. That's not happening right see, now. See, I that, well, that's something I post a lot. Is do I am I a bad parent? I think I am. Now that you guys say <laughs> that, I just get him what he asked for because I think it's gonna like. I, I regret well, it. I want to throw that thing out the window. You're still paying for that ACDC concert, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he's quit everything else in his life, but video games has maintained <laughs> through. <laughs> It gives me joy to be like, when he goes, can I play video games? Nope. 
Not today. That like, gives you joy yes, to say that because it's it it enra- it makes me so enraged when he spends hours and hours on the games. I feel like I am my mother. I remember my mom um, hiding my brother's controllers to their to their video game systems. Like that's mm-hmm. how she would get them to go outside and not play. And now, but like they hang out on the games. That's you know that, is, that's that is their social. social and when and you not, see how good the yeah. games are, you go, well, yeah, I'd be doing this too. <laughs> if I, look at this thing; it's incredible. Do you, you ever put those virtual reality goggles yeah. on and play golf? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, we have that, too. And yeah. the, <laughs> or porn. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done the VR porn. I haven't either, but my brother told me you don't need to. Wait, you can do that? You can't oh, even. Yeah. yeah, because you don't even need to use your hands. Because that's how good it is. That's amazing. I just, I just killed him if his wife heard that. Yeah. Uh, it's his son's first reality guy. Oh so he's probably going to be skipping oh. the show, right? God. They make, yeah, they should make those waterproof. You bring it right in the shower. Oh, my God. If you're just tuning in, it's oh Joe Manneries. He's here. He's going to be at uh, City Winery uh, on Saturday. And uh, tickets are available at Joe Manneries. Com. And, yeah, it's called Remember When. That's kind of the, the theme that you're going with. Have yeah. you, have you uh, so I like the idea of, the, listen, I love all the stuff you're talking about. The residency would be great. Um, would you, would you, at this point, since you're building the show, uh, you wouldn't want to burn it up in a special, right? I mean. No, I want to film it. You want to film it? Okay, yeah. I put so much of it. We're at a new time, man. Right, yeah. I put so much of it on my Instagram and TikTok page. Yeah. They're, they're all over it. You know, but um, I don't. I don't have a special shot that I'm pulling the clips from. Okay, and I do notice the clips that are from a special are the ones that blow up the best. They on tend to, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've done two specials, but you know what's hard is I don't know if I, I won't be able to play the music in the special. I don't own the rights. Right. I don't know how it works. If you had a, co- it, I had a cover band. I tried one show once with a live band. Yeah. And I thought this is going to be awesome, and. Uh, it wasn't. It yeah. kind of sucked. Is it hard to coordinate? <laughs> yeah, it was really hard to coordinate. Yep. Even though we were rehearsing like crazy, mm-hmm. and it was also uh, what was hard was my even. My, I should have listened. I, I got that one friend. I call him my Larry David. Like he <laughs> yeah. he's he has always has amazing ideas, and he's right. always right. And he goes, dude. When you want to remember, you don't want to hear the covered version. You want to hear the real version right. of the song. Mm, yeah. You want to see the real... You don't want to see you make a fake Mattel electronic... You want to see a real game. The real one. No, you're you know? right. You're right. I, I don't know. Well, I, here's the deal. Like, so when, we, when we play music, so we're streaming on YouTube, they, they'll they drop the music or it'll, it screws up everything, you know, because we... Oh, when you put your radio right. show on YouTube. Right. Yeah. And when yeah. you want to hear the real thing, you want to hear this. That's all Michael McDonald is. <laughs> so great. I could see it now. Is that one of those hold you? Yeah. Those guys in the 80s used to hold the That's one right. earphone. Yeah, one sang. earphone. Yep. <laughs> I, I love Michael McDonald, man. I love that. That whole that, um, that Doobie Brothers time. Uh, you just made me think of something really quick. Is my um, I saw my niece on Easter, and she's like 18, and she loves all the old music. Yeah. Shout out to Casey. If she ever hears this, she'll get so excited if oh. she heard her name. Uh, she loves all the old music, and I have a lot of the old albums. And she's like, kept begging me, like, take pictures of them, and I'll tell you which ones I want. And she just wanted them. Who's right? she into? Who's, who's obscure? Well, from this, like- this is what was ridiculous to me, and I had to be this once again. I said I was a bad parent yeah. earlier. I think I was a bad uncle here. 
She wanted me to bring Michael Jackson's Thriller album, yeah. right? And I'm like, it's like asking for Babe Ruth's rookie card. Like, you're, you're not getting Thriller. Like, I had to lie and say I couldn't find it. I was like, ah, I can't find it. I'm like, here's Frankie Avalon's greatest hit. You can have that. Probably the best one. I, I gave her Whitney Houston's first album. Oh, wow. I gave her that. Okay. I gave her a whole bunch of Billy Idol. I don't really like him. You know what's funny is uh, Henry Rollins talks. Uh, wasn't he the one that said he, he brought all his records? All the, I'm getting rid of this crap. Yeah, and he went and sold it at a, like a pawn shop or whatever. And then like two years later, he went and bought it all back. Because he, he got over the embarrassment of it. He, he would sell the stuff because he was embarrassed yeah, of yeah. it at the time. And go, yeah, I, I don't like this Well, you miss anymore. it. Even when you you pull one of those old records out and you can smell your old bedroom. It's just <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I love I have a lot idea. of Yeah, I love the Aussies. All those Aussie albums. I remember... I don't think I, I don't have any like Blizzard of Oz and all that. I don't have Ozzy anymore. Were you? Were, what was the band? Because I, I remember clearly when Alice Cooper was like the parents and everything. Don't go anywhere near that music. Don't Alice Cooper was the, completely verboten. You don't you don't go anywhere near that devil worshiper. And that was the big. Um, Thing that, yeah. that was the big thing. Well, if you remember when we grew up, and you just brought something up as the record spinning backwards and right. hearing satanic yeah. messages, <laughs> yeah. I had the Ozzy picture album. Ah. They, they, remember when they would do like they they would somehow on the vinyl, s- yes, yeah, screen yeah. a picture. Yeah. And I, I forget what I, it might have been the Blizzard of Oz album. I don't think it With was that upside Di- down or cross, or, or it was Diary of a maybe. But there was a picture of Ozzy, and his mouth is like ah, like that, <laughs> and the you know the hole for the thirty three was in his mouth. And I remember spinning it backwards in my room, and I had a friend Alex who lived in our neighborhood, and he used to scare me on purpose. Yeah, he was re- he would just scare the heck out of me. <laughs> I remember him. I'm spinning it backwards, and he just looks up like 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 a devil just yeah. popped up behind me and I was like <laughs> I was like I'm never sp- you spin Ozzy backwards you, you, do you remember the, the, the Sandler movie Little Nicky they, 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 it turns out that all the real satanic messages I think were in Chicago albums if you spin them backwards well, like wasn't the most it? benign music in the world <laughs> Wasn't it? Was it? Stair- which one was? Oh, here's the my sweet Satan. When you spun it back, oh my sweet Satan! Heaven? I think it was Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah when he really was, <laughs> it was over the line when it. When That's he all says, we needed. When I looked to the west, and then he played that back. My sweet Satan. My sweet Satan. Yeah, whatever. My sweet Satan. Yeah. But Ozzy was the scary guy for sure. Growing up, as far as like you know, flirting with satanic. Oh my god! Yeah, bit the bats heads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. That's the album I had. Yeah. Oh my God. That's Diary of a Madman. Yeah. That 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 was when uh, Ozzy went big hair, Ozzy, for a while, I just which remember. was not a good look for him. <laughs> I, just, I remember I used to tour with Artie Lang from Howard Stern, and right. he always made fun of that song, Mister Crowley. <laughs> he used to always make fun of that. That was like the most devilish, awful song. Why was that a hit? Yeah. That's cool, man. So, so uh, the, the, you, you said this is like third or fourth time you're performing the show. Oh no, way more than that. Okay, uh, all right. So yeah, it's also gotten popular at like um, country clubs. Like you know, it's perfect. Yeah. You know what's great about doing it at a country club? First of all, I have like a production guy who like pimps it out. So we do like a yeah. '80s dance party before the show. Then I do my show. Then it becomes an '80s dance party after the show too. Everybody, when you go to like a country club, they all know each other. So right, right. they have no problem with dressing like idiots. They love it. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's so much fun. Look, have you done any of the country clubs around here? No. Yeah. No, I haven't. I do a lot of them in New York where I live. But yeah. I, I'm doing... Uh, 
Jeez, I'm doing some in the. I'm doing some theaters in the Jersey. This is going to be the first time I bring it to the Jersey Shore. Well, and the, the theater the stuff summer. works really well. I mean, the, you know, it sounds like a perfect place yeah. for this. Yeah, I mean, City Winery is in a true theater. Yeah, it, it has tables and there's waitress yeah. service. I like doing it in the true theater. Right. You know. Because uh, I always wonder when I do it in these kind of venues if I should have an opening act or not. I don't have an opening act this time. In the theater, it feels right without an opening act. But when there's waitresses and everybody's yeah. drinking, I'm like, should I just, just have to some- get your attention? Yeah, because I have like a five, like a three to five minute montage of all this 80s stuff that shows on the screen. Yeah. To, oh, yes, Yellow Plane. Remember that song? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just yeah. like favorite. Like, what was your first car? And I show all these cars. The, the Gremlin, the AMC Pacer was like. Like the uh, but that's all right. Do you uh, obviously you talked about you know music and sports and, and fashion and stuff like that? Uh, do you get into like what dating was like back in the day or relationships or any of that stuff? Or well, it's funny you say that too because like I talk about how you know just getting a girl's number was yes. like. You could have an orgasm just yeah, looking yeah. at it. That's all you need. It's it's you pull it out of the wallet, and you're like, and I go, if there's a number smeared, you're done. You're like, the girl's gone. You can't Google. There's no stalking on the internet. What was the her. Joe Mattery's method of um, of the delay? Would you call back the next day? It's Would you wait two days? Well, it's funny that I show a picture of Damone on the screen. Right, yeah. Show, God, I love Damone, right? And he's, yeah, yeah. he's kind of an extension of you. Anyway. Yes, yeah. he really is. Yeah. And I say I didn't have a Damone, but my friend had an older brother. And I show a picture of my friend wearing, <laughs> he's wearing Jordache jeans with no shirt, right? With just, and I called it Italian air conditioning, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got the hairy chest with all the gold chains. <laughs> and he had a Corvette in high school. And he literally he had a he had a full time night job in high school and missed seventy seven days of school. Jesus, senior year. And I go, if you did that now, the parents are going to jail. Like, yeah, you're yeah, doing time. <laughs> and I show I show a picture of that woman who got who was the woman from uh, was it from who was the show with Bob Saget. Oh, um, Full, House. Full, House. Full House. Oh, you're talking about... Uh, um, um, she got in trouble for, like, yeah. paying Lauren money Lauf, to get her... Get, yeah, and yeah. I show a picture of her behind bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, what memory stands out clearly for talking about all this stuff, and I'm just reminiscing my own mind a bit, was uh, I had a, I had a Vel- red Velcro wallet, okay? Oh, that, and yeah. it had a clear indication... That I had a rubber in my wallet. That I had a oh, yes, it you had the circle it. that imprint. Yeah, and it, you could see clearly. <laughs> the same it never got used. It never got used. It sat there. It made this clear round impression. I could definitely. If you got to take a, if you still had that, I would say take a picture of that. That's in the show immediately. I want people to send pictures to me too, so I can incorporate. What did you? This is what this guy looked like in the eighties. This is. I show a lot of my. I had a permed mullet. A permed mullet? Not just yeah. the, oh well, well, I had one, too. Not yeah. permed. Just permed the back. Just oh, permed yeah. the I, I back. I remember those. Yeah. 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 Wow. It's, okay. It's because my mom, she would kill me if she heard me say this on the radio, but this is true. She had, because my mom was a hairdresser, but yeah. she wasn't that real hairdresser. She was that mom that had the hairdressing chair in the basement. I got, yeah. And she was given like these little bootleg haircuts and perms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is true still to this day. She goes, Don't talk about that in your comedy. It can get me 
getting in trouble. She says, I go, yeah, Mom, still th- th- that's the cop's number one priority. <laughs> Somewhere there's a grizzled old yeah. investigator goes, I, oh, my God, I heard it. That's great. Illegal, illegal perms from 81 to 85. <laughs> You're nailed, lady. So that's Preston up on the screen here, a picture from Is that the, uh, the image. That's yeah. me. Were you yeah. in a band? Yeah, I was. Oh, that was probably 1987. Dude, you look 88? way better than I did in the eighties. That makes sense. <laughs> that was by the time. That was more like. I'm sorry. That was more like eighty eight. Uh, that was by the time like Poison and so on hit. You know. Were you in a hair band? Yeah, yeah. Were you, what? what I'm a drummer. Said, what position? I'm <laughs> so used to watching my play? son's baseball game. <laughs> what position? No, I'm a, I'm a drummer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I play guitar. I, I, okay. Oh. I pathetically joined one of those School of Rocks. They have dad bands. I didn't know that. My really? Daughter, yeah, my mm-hmm. daughter was in School of Rock, and I go, you should have one for dads that used to play in high school. She goes, we do. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in. Oh, yeah. that's funny. And we were playing three songs. A lot of, lot of Asia? <laughs> I'm trying to think what songs we, we, we learned. Um, oh, God, uh, Hard to Handle. Okay. By uh, Black Crows. Black Crows yeah. over and over. I felt so cool that I could do. Uh, <laughs> hey, Joe, one of the things you have, and, and you posted, uh, this is a few days ago in preparation for this, is you posted a picture of uh, Drakkar. Yes. Of uh, the cologne. I have it. I bought it for the show. Yeah. We recently had a uh, a smell test. Uh, yeah. They brought in a Kathy Noses that knew this place so you could get all these older colognes. And we brought in uh, Drakkar, uh, Gray Flannel. Uh, I have the list. So yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And, we, and we did a sniff you test. If we, if, we, if we could identify, no, if we could uh, oh, blindly you... smell them and identify what they were. Yeah, had... you, could, you could identify them by no, the smell? No, not no. her. We did. They you did. could? Yeah. Stetson by Cody, Dracar Noir, Royal Copenhagen, Old Spice, Gray Flannel, Aqua de Selva, English <laughs> Leather, Brute, Jovan Musk, and Jupe. Yeah. The. Uh, the one I wore that was is not. I remember Jupe. Jupe yeah. was pretty good. You didn't like that? That was bad. No, Jupe was the it. one that I, was the only one I think I liked out of all of those. Yeah, Jupe was good. Gray flannel was mine, and I still and I took that home and I still wear it. I did Dracar <laughs> Noir. Gray did, flannel yeah. probably smells good. That that probably still is still out there. You can buy right. Uh, and Polo, yeah. I did look it up, and you can find it. Yeah, Polo, Polo was green. Polo yep. was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we wore this stuff called. Uh, Koros, that was, oh my, all the Guidos were Koros. I had a friend who used to pour it in his underwear, I swear to God. Before he went out, he would go, you never know, Joe, you never know. And he would just shoot it down there and rub it in like it was oil. Weird. You never know. Yeah. Lagerfeld was one that I wore for a while, too. You, you got me thinking. Uh, uh, Zorro. That was another one. Zorro. All the, all the, see, we, we used to hang around those Italian guys from Pashonk. They didn't say Pashionk. It's Pashonk. 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 Dude, they had like a, there was a Guido clothing store in the 80s called uh, Today's Styles on Pashonk. And when you were from South Jersey and you were making the drive in, oh my God, I can remember. Would you... So when you were prepping for uh, a night out on a Saturday night or Friday, w- were you getting done up or were oh, you? Oh, yeah. A lot of showers at 1130 at night. Right. <laughs> you just remind I, It was a bit I got rid of. I got to bring that back. How if you ta- if I go, if I'm taking a shower at 54 years old at 1130 at night, something horrific happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, either, I, either, I either had massive diarrhea or I murdered somebody. <laughs> it's not, it's not prepping for potential sex. Oh. It's you've taken a massive dump. Oh, that's 
Yeah, you did, you didn't you didn't you had to do that too, right? Oh my god. What yeah, club yeah. do you remember the clubs you went to? Well, I was more I was less a clubby kind of guy, but but I there like here Pulsations was was one of them. So we there were places up in New York. There was a place called uh, a Long Island 007. Right. There was a Malibu, which was a, a dance club and, and became one of the first places that uh, you two played when they came to the United States. But you were uh, cooler than I was. Yeah. You did the rock version. I did of the it. more rock stuff than the. Were you in a band too? No, no, no. I did stand up for a while, but that was a whole different thing. Did you have long hair? Uh, for like about half a year, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I let it grow, and, and then that was it. Yeah. Well, the shaved head has been pretty much my thing for a long time. Well, who grew up in South Jersey or Philly on the on the show? These I guys did. did. You did. The rest of them. Yes. Me and so, Steve were not. Do you guys remember when they used to shut the clubs, the dance clubs down and make them teen dances? Yeah. 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 yeah they don't yeah. do that anymore. So no. pulsations <laughs> used to do, do that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sundays. Sunday teen dance. Yeah. Well, the big one was on Shantae. Yeah. In Cherry Hill. Like, there's videos on YouTube of, of Charles Barkley talking about, yeah, yeah, I can't do Charles Barkley's voice, but he's like talking about on Shantae and it's hilarious to me. Because that, that had a rock night, it had another night, then it was a dress up. Night, I tell. I used to tell. I used to tell a story of going. There was a place PTs in Philly that was just strictly dress up, and I went late, and all my friends are in there, and I'm in line, and the bouncers, you know, and I can hear them pump up the. I swear to God, pump up the volumes, just going, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, dance, dance, and the bass is just shaking the Mars, Mars, women, right? And I can't. I have my Cavariches on, and I had this. I had this V-neck sweater. It was right. black with gold fleck all over it. Like, <laughs> it looked like someone spilled gold schlager on my sweater. And I, I had, I had, I still remember this. I had hickeys on my neck, oh like my three hickeys. Like I was, I wore them like I was, like it was like an Olympic gold medal or something. And uh, I get up to the bouncer, and he goes, "I can't let you in. It's a dress-up night." No V-necks. So he Whoa, says, no go, V-necks. I go, what? I go, this is a nice V-neck. Look at this <laughs> thing, right? And he goes, no, 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 sorry, no V-necks. And I couldn't believe, I literally walked away, like, so sad. And then it hit me, I went, I'm going to, I took it off and I turned <laughs> it Good call. God. And then I hung the permed mullet <laughs> over the V in the back. And just was like, and then I acted extra Italian the whole night. Just like your head back. Because that was another popular thing. You probably know from being in a band, a lot of the band guys did it. They would pull the collar of the shirt low in the back for some reason. That was like an 80s thing. I remember that. I remember these silky dress shirts that were like, not like a Tony Soprano Right. Silk, like they were short in the front and they had like long tails almost in the back. And he would pull, my friends <laughs> used to pull the collars back and hang their mullet over the little oh, my God. You didn't want your mullet tucked into okay. your shirt. Chess King, you had to go to Chess King. Uh, chess, chess King, King. I remember that. That's where you man. get La Tigra. We had a Chess King outlet in Cherry yeah. Hill. Oh, Holy cow, wow. it was apathetic. Cross from Clover, everybody listening. Wow. All right, well, listen, uh, the show is when, you want to get it all, it's on uh, Saturday at City Winery. Uh, 8.30 is when the show is. And uh, Joe's all set for you, man. You can go to joematteries.com or you can go to the City Winery website and get those tickets. But from what I understand, your shows are selling out. Yeah, dude. Man. People got to get these tickets all, now. That's really yeah, good. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. excellent. Uh, dude, it's always good to that see you. That was fun. Thanks for coming by, man. Joe Matteries, on the Preston and Steve Show. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. A chance to win 500 bucks and my barbecue tickets on the way next. 93.3 WMMR presents... 
Concert Cash. You could win 500 bucks. Plus a pair of tickets to the MMRBQ May 21st. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10, and noon. Then 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash sounder. When we'll give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or enter it on our website or app to get in the running for the $10,000 grand prize every time you play. The official rules and details at WMMR.com. Free MMRBQ tickets and cash to blow at the show. On merch, adult beverages, or whatever you want. It's MMR's Concert Cash. Sponsored by AAA Distributor on Grant Avenue. In stock, kitchen, bath, and flooring products. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We got a couple minutes uh, before we are going to give you the keyword uh, to win some money. So, you know, I can do a couple shout outs real quick. Yeah. Right? Got this one. I was supposed to do this one a few days ago, but it says, uh, hey, uh, help me. Oh, this was sent to Kathy. Help me, Kathy. I would like to send a shout out to my daughter, Jen uh, Donatucci, for her 40th birthday on April 14th. Uh, we've been a loyal listener for 25 years ever since Jen made me listen. <laughs> Jen is a wonderful mother, daughter, sister, and friend. And she's got two beautiful kids, an amazing uh, husband. Uh, she is a hairstylist and lives in Abington, and she's a very involved mom. Uh, volunteers at the kids' school, and so on. And uh, I hope you can do this. So thank you so much in advance. That is from Karen Zulker. So that was that shirt out for uh, Jen Donatucci. I'm sorry, wait, go ahead. There, I helped her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice job, Kathy. Thank you. Uh, speaking of helping, I, I have this email, and this was just a nice message that we received. It said, hey, I just want to thank you all on the President and Steve show uh, for helping me look forward to getting up in the morning. I say that uh, for many different reasons, but uh, you guys give me the motivation to keep trying and not give up uh, since giving up is so easy. So in short, I wanted to thank you for all uh, for uh, I want to thank you all for what you do. Uh, You're more than radio DJs. Uh, You're also therapy for a lot of people in the Philadelphia area. Uh, keep us laughing and rocking on as we all continue to battle our own demons. And I won't say who that was from, but... But that's wonderful. Uh, that was a very nice very message, nice. so thank you. And then um, I'll do one more. This is um, from Tina Smedley. Smedley. Uh, who said, I hope that you guys are having a great start of the week. We enjoyed the show immensely today, especially after missing you all week last week. So I got this message yesterday. Uh, my partner and most uh, significant other is a huge fan of yours. He has been through a lot, including losing his mom last year. And uh, you guys have seen him through it. And he has uh, been a listener for over a decade now. Supports your efforts whenever possible. He even met Preston and Steve at Parks Casino years ago. <laughs> he keeps the signed picture with his most important memorabilia. He's a drummer just like you, Preston, working a full-time job during the week. He, allows, he follows Casey as well, for sure, on Instagram as well as the show. And we moved to Irvine, California this January. And we both work remotely, so we enjoy the show on YouTube every single day still. If you could please wish him a happy birthday on April 21st, it would truly mean the world to him. He is a really amazing human and deserves all the good energy and love, as you all do, uh, that I can muster to send his way. Thank you so much for your kind consideration. That is from uh, Tina Smedley, like I said, and his name is Ronaldo Sidkey. So here's a shout out a little bit early for Ronaldo on his Gotta birthday go? on the 21st. So yeah. just in Irvine. I, I stayed there one night um, before heading back home, and uh, it was remarkable to me the number of people... Maybe it shouldn't have been, but like the, just dressed in Disney stuff because Anaheim is right there and Disneyland right. is right there, and there were just Disney characters all over the. If place. you ever watch on the on the Disney Channel, the creation of the history, you know, yeah. it's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Nice. All right, we got to do this, gang. It's time. Oh. Wow. 
Now, here's your concert cash keyword. The word is voice, B-O-I-C-E, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that. There are three ways to do it. Text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners receive two free tickets to the MMRBQ. Winners will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules available at WMMR.com, and it is sponsored by AAA Distributor. Again, the word is voice, V-O-I-C-E. Come and get it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. You can visit them on the web at admoyer.com. Uh, you guys may have seen this in the news, but I thought it was worth putting in the bizarre file as well. A cancer survivor is vowing to untangle the twisted mystery of why almost 100 people associated with a New Jersey high school have developed extremely rare malignant brain tumors. Yes, oh. I did see this. Al Lupiano is among 94 former staff and students from Colonia High School in the Woodbridge Township School District who have been stricken by the devastating diagnoses in recent years. Uh, among the others diagnosed with brain cancer was the Lupiano's younger sister who passed away from the disease in February at the age of 44. He had promised his sister on her deathbed that he would get to the bottom of what was causing the apparent cancer cluster at Colonia High School. Lu- uh, Lupiano, uh, local officials, uh, had apparently uh, approved an emergency probe of the school. So uh, he had, after a public push from Lupiano, they did. Uh, so he was diagnosed with a brain tumor back in the late 1990s, the age of 27. He went on to recover from the disease. Last year, his wife, who also attended Colonia, was diagnosed with a rare brain tumor. Uh, on the exact same day, Lupiano's younger sister, Angela DeSillis, another alumnus of Colonia, learned that she too had brain cancer. Jesus. After her sister's death in February, he became convinced of a link between the campus and the brain cancers that he and his wife and sister developed. Last month, he started a Facebook group asking locals whether they knew of any other people associated with the school who had been stricken by similar diagnoses. In less than six weeks, he's gathered the names of 94 people connected with the school who have developed brain tumors. How is that even possibly remotely just happenstance? Yeah, and it's uh, it's rare too. Yeah. They, these are rare uh, 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 tumors yeah. uh, that they're having. So uh, they, he posted a, a TikTok video and it, uh, or, or I'm sorry, a, yeah, a subsequent TikTok video uh, racked up more than 2 million views and uh, the vast majority of those who have developed brain tumors graduated between 1975 and 2000, although outliers have come in as recently as uh, 2014 graduate. So they're starting to look into this, and it's got to <clears> be <throat> something there. It has to be. You you would think so. So I just thought that was strange and odd, and I hope they get to the bottom of this. The Florida Highway Patrol says a drunk Florida man ran over detached body parts during a hit and run investigation on Sunday. <clears throat> he also nearly struck two deputies, prompting a high speed chase. Authorities were investigating the death of a 49-year-old woman who was walking along a grassy shoulder of a roadway before being struck and hit by by a hit-and-run driver at 3.30 a.m. Now, authorities found her torso on the shoulder and her legs in the roadway. Then, Thomas Crewman approached the scene at a high speed, driving directly at investigators. He ignored commands to stop, ran over the victim's legs, and then fled. 
Troopers chase. So he ran already. Uh, ran already read over dead body parts. Right. So, uh, while they were investigating, what and are you took, charged with? It? Took off from that. Yeah. Troopers chased him down. Used a maneuver with a patrol car to force him to stop. Uh, two passengers in the pickup truck tried to flag down troopers and exit the vehicle. Crewman was charged with aggravated assault, reckless driving, DUI, fleeing and eluding, uh, destruction of evidence. Okay. Steve, so that's yeah, that. yeah. And a bunch of other stuff. It was he was uh, it was the eighth time that he's been arrested in less than four years. So by what about the, way. the original driver? We don't know yet. Don't they're, know. They're still investigating wow. that. Yeah. So they wow. don't know what happened with the pedestrian. Yeah. A university student in Nigeria died Friday. While participating in a reenactment of Jesus's crucifixion, Sewell Ambrose I guess was method acting. A first-year student at the uh, Claritin Institute of Philosophy, and was taking classes to become a priest when the horrific accident happened. Ambrose was taking part in a reenactment of Jesus's crucifixion. Was given the role of Simon Peter, a disciple of Jesus, during the play Passion of Christ. Uh, during Ambrose's performance in the play, he collapsed and was taken to a nearby hospital. He was pronounced dead. Gee. One person at the university said that people thought he was joking when he collapsed, thinking that it was part of the drama. Uh, administrators of the university have suspended all Easter activities as a result of the incident. I thought it was going to be one of these stories, you know, where these people actually yeah. hammer right. nails yes. through their hands. And they the do crosses. it, yes. I thought maybe they died doing that. Yeah. But no, this guy just was playing a part. There are no matinees at that show. <clears throat> no. Yeah, no, I don't think so. All right, and then one last story. Uh, let's end with this one. Quebec's Ministry of Health and Social Services apologized after it accidentally tweeted out a link to a Pornhub video instead of a government website with COVID-19 data. Uh-huh. The Canadian industry tweeted a link to a foot fetish porn on Thursday. And more than a half hour passed before officials corrected the error. I don't want to get it. It really makes you get turned on by people's feet. The ministry later tweeted, due to a situation beyond our control, a link with inappropriate content was posted on our Twitter account. I love that it's a foot fetish video. Oh, yeah. And we, hilarious. we are looking for the causes, and we are sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> Build them, smell them, lick them is what it says on this Seriously? foot porn oh, God. Uh, many took screenshots of the air before it was removed, and many mocked them on Twitter. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right. Uh, voice is the word you need to enter, and you have about seven minutes or so left to do that uh, for MMR's uh, concert cash giveaway sponsored by AAA Distributor. So the word is voice. Now, once you've done that, how would you like to win some free food? Ooh. Some goodies from Foodie Hall in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. It's really good stuff. Call number 11 at 215-263-WMMR. You get a $50 gift card. And don't forget, you want to visit the all-new Foodie Hall, a gourmet virtual food court featuring Kraft Burgers, Detroit-style pizza, delectable Asian cuisine, mouth-watering tacos, mac and cheese bowls, tons of this stuff. And it is uh, uh, cre- there. There is uh, they have the Jersey Fried Chicken Sandwiches and more created by TV chef, uh, Georgian Lemming. Oh. So uh, you can check out their website at foodie.com, foodiehall.com, and they will deliver, or you can pick up in the area. Yes. But it's like several different uh, cuisines on in one location that you can get. So it's really cool. Really well-made stuff. If you've been looking for something different to eat around your area, if you live in the Cherry Hill area, yeah. there you go. You're set up. Call number 11. We're going to give you that gift card. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a second. Stay with us. If you like what you hear... You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A reminder that we do have Tattoos Day as well. Your opportunity to win the Preston and Steve tattoo. So text word tat, uh, the word tattoo to 39333, and we will see if you win in just a little bit. So we'll give that away at the end of the program. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to give something else away. We have a pair of tickets to see uh, Steve Trevino, who's going to be playing Friday at uh, Punchline, and it is in the form of the lesson question. So the question... That we are going to go with this morning is what artist did Steve cover quite a bit when he would perform sleep karaoke? What musician? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What artist did Steve cover quite a bit when he would perform sleep karaoke? 215-263-WMMR. That's the number. And we'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. is safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full-service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Al Pacino could Confirming that he is, in fact, dating Mick Jagger's ex-girlfriend, 28-year-old Noor Alfala. Alfala says she is very attracted to much older men because she enjoys having to dust her vagina. Oh, Oh, my God. Jamie Dornan, who recently starred in Belfast, is sharing his thoughts on appearing in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Dornan tells Esquire that he actually learned a lot acting in the Fifty Shades movies, like how to insert a nail gun, how to use a nail gun to insert a butt plug. Wow. Hey! And finally, Serena Williams, this is pretty wild, suggesting that King Richard will be getting a sequel movie and possibly a third movie to complete a trilogy. Williams says it's essential that they complete the film so they can find out how Will Smith got so pussy whipped. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll see if uh, somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, what Steve, uh, artist did Steve cover quite a bit when he was doing sleep karaoke? And we will go to Craig for the answer. Hi there, Craig. Hey, how you doing? Uh, great, Craig. Alright, what artist would Steve cover when he did sleep karaoke? Pat Benatar. Yeah! Pat Benatar. Right. We got it. Hang on. Craig just got a pair of tickets to see uh, comedian Steve Trevino this Friday, and that's April 22nd, 9.45 p.m. at Punchline Philly. Tickets are on sale now at punchlinephilly.com for each of Steve's shows, which are this weekend. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Montage Mountain. Friday, April 22nd and Saturday, April 23rd. Sample over 150 craft beers, ciders, and seltzers from 50 of the best breweries nationwide. MontageMountain.com slash Brewfest. Uh, guitarist Joe Satriani confirmed bassist uh, Jason Newstead's recent revelation that he was being tapped for possible inclusion in an upcoming Van Halen reunion. Hmm. Satriani, who played with both Sammy and Michael Anthony in Chickenfoot, uh, shed light on what still seems a possible tour saluting Van Halen's classic catalog. And he said, I've been talking with Alex and Dave for about a year 
about doing something, a tour, something like that, that was going to be a true tribute to Eddie and the Van Halen legacy. For me, it was a terrifying prospect of doing something like that, but I realized that it was something that would be a real labor of love for me. I was just so honored to take on the challenge. Now, Satriani admitted that the players behind the still unannounced project were a bit put out by Jason Newstead, coming out and divulging plans that either didn't include him or were far from being a done deal. He said these things are always happening in the music industry, and you're supposed to keep the very you're supposed to keep very quiet about it because sometimes they don't work out. There's usually about ten crazy ideas that float around, and musicians are always like, "Okay, I won't say anything about this because it might not work out." I don't want to hurt this person's feeling or disrupt any other business plan. So, yeah, we were all pretty shocked that Jason wanted to go public with it because we were all sworn silence. Satriana revealed that uh, the concerts were being constructed as covering the entire Van Halen catalog. Uh, the thought of representing, he said, all the years of Van Halen, that's pretty daunting. Uh, just from a guitar player's point of view, Eddie progressed remarkably as a player and as an inventor, and those two things that kind of uh, they kind of went together from Van Halen went one all the way to the last album. And when you sit down to actually learn it and pull it off, you go, "Wow! Not only do I need talent, but I need mm-hmm. certain gear because certain things won't work unless you've got this amp and it's doing that." So that's always another thing to I don't deal know. with. The concept of doing a, uh, a concert tour as opposed to a um I think do do like a special tribute show, yeah, and and invite multiple guitars to do different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. and make make that record it, sell it, maybe a charity for um, oral cancer research or whatever. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, something that would make sense. Hey, Press, did you ever see Van Halen with Sammy? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, several and, times. Um, I assume he does all the David Lee Roth stuff, and and how did that? He stuff did some happen? of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did Panama, and you know, and Jump, and some uh, some of the songs. Uh, they were fine. Yeah, uh, he put his own twist on it to uh, to make sure he wasn't just trying to copy uh, Dave. But Sammy's a great singer. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Santriani went on to say it's very complicated, and all I can say, uh, all I can really say about it is um, that if it does happen, I know we'll make it the greatest thing ever for the fans, and we'll all celebrate together. Not only the great Eddie Van Halen, but the legacy that the band created, the amazing amount of music. And the goodwill and good vibes that they created as a band. And then Dave had a statement, but I'll get to that in a second. But, I mean, as far as Joe Satriani is concerned, I mean, that cat really knows how to play he guitar. Does. Yeah, why really look out for him. Because uh, this cat really knows how to play guitar. That's who I was talking about when I said that. <laughs> Those back are in. the best tasting little morsels I have ever had in my life. And I was, I was talking it. about Michael Anthony when I said that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, am feeling good, and I hope you are too. All right. So listen to this. Last night, David Lee Roth was pressed by the Van Halen News Desk to share his thoughts regarding the rumored Van Halen tour. That's the latest news. <laughs> Let's get on to the latest rock. Listen to this. So, so uh, Dave emailed the site, and he wrote, "In my mind, Van Halen 4R, whatever that means." Uh, in the age of COVID, is going to require two of us for every position. Satriani and Lukather, Michael Anthony and Jason Newstead, Al, meaning Alex Van Halen, yeah. or Tommy Lee, and probably the only one who could do my job today would be Pink. Pink? Wow. That's okay. what he said. Wow. That's what he said. She is a big fan, isn't I she? I thought that was pretty yeah. interesting. So there you go. Cool. That is weird. I like the idea of Tommy Lee, though. I mean, you know, yeah. like a showman on drums, yeah. and the 80s tribute or whatever. I think that, that would work well. That'd be really cool. Uh, Grunge Supergroup Third Secret has released a clip of their recent live debut online. The band featured former members of Nirvana, Pearl Jam, and Soundgarden, uh, performed a special set of the Museum of Pop in Seattle. 
this past March and shared the footage of I Choose Me on their YouTube page yesterday. Video shows Kim Thale of Soundgarden, uh, drummer Matt Cameron of Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, and bassist Chris Novoselic, of course, from Nirvana, alongside guitarist John Bubba Dupree. He's from X Void and vocalist Jennifer Johnson and Jillian Ray. Uh, so they kind of have that sound, or they were all involved in that sound. And I've not heard the tune. Or Another seen super the video group as of yet, but that came out yesterday. And then finally, Anthrax and Black Label Society are going to hit the road this summer with special guest Hatebreed. Uh, the tour will actually wrap up in Philadelphia on August 28th. They're going to play the Fillmore. We are Hatebreed. Thank you so much for coming tonight. Uh, Scott Ian wrote on Instagram Monday, Zach Wilde has been a friend and an inspiration to me as a guitar player, songwriter, and beard grower since we met in 1988. <laughs> Uh, we've had a privilege to share uh, festival stages with Zach and BLS around the world, and it's always been a head-banging mutual admiration society between the two bands, and now we get to share the stage every night on what is easily going to be the heaviest tour of 2022, the ultimate pounding one-two combination of bands. Uh, he said, oh, and did I mention we've got effing hate breed with us as our special guest? Holy crap, it's going to be the night of a thousand crushing riffs. And I can't wait to see you all on the road. By the way, Hatebreed will not be at the Philly show, so it will be Damn it. Anthrax and Black Label this Society. Kill Kathy. And that is all I have in the music news segment for you. I have one final $50 gift card Whoa. to give away for foodiehall.com. And they're in Cherry Hill, or Foodie Hall, I should say. But you can check their website at foodiehall.com. Uh, we'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. And don't forget, for dinner tonight, order from foodiehall.com. Ten kitchens, one delivery, or you can pick up. Yes. Unlimited possibilities. Pizza, juicy burgers, authentic tacos, juicy fried chicken, or gourmet Asian. At Foodie Hall, everybody gets exactly what they want. It's damn good stuff. Uh, so caller 15-215-263-WMMR. We are going to set you up. And to the phones we go. It's Keith. Keith. How you doing, man? How you doing, Preston? Good. Hey, listen, I'm sorry to tell you that you did not win the $50 Foodie <laughs> Hall gift card, but you did win something else. You know what that is, right? Yes, sir. $500. That's our winner. MMR's concert cash. Where are you from, Keith? Wilmington, Delaware. From Wilmington. That's our second, second Delaware, Delaware winner this morning. I love it. And uh, so 500 bucks, not too bad. And also, MMRBQ. Have you ever been to the MMRBQ, Keith? Yes, I have. Can't wait. All right, then we are excited to welcome you back, back, my man. Thank you so much for listening, brother. And we will see you at that concert. And you'll be buying everybody beers because you're going to have $500, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, I love it. You heard him. Everybody heard him. Everybody yes, free yes. beer on Keith. And you can win $500, by the way, and tickets to the MMRBQ. With your next shot coming at noon with MMR's Contra Cash, and it's brought to you by AAA Distributor. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes? You guessed it. Weekly. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. A program coming to an end. A fun one at that. We gave away lots of things, including money and concert tickets. Yeah. All kinds of free food. And we're not done yet. 
We have a couple more things to do. You know what we should probably do? Yeah. Give away our tattoo. Okay. Yay. Because today is Tattoo Day. We would like to congratulate Kira Newton, who is from Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Kira got herself a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, Tattoos Day on the President's Steve Show is, of course, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. Congrats to you. And I would like to uh, thank, by the way, uh, Foodie Hall for stopping by this morning, foodhall.com. I just had a sandwich. Uh, it is actually a burrata sandwich. It was Ooh, burrata. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was like a... Um, an Italian with a burrata cheese on it. Was Jeez, so uh-huh. tasty. So thank you guys. And that was the uh uh well, that wasn't the Chris Cut. They've got all these they brought in Dando taco, tacos, Chris Cut, uh Canting Noodle Bar, the King's Craft Burgers, all kinds of stuff. So they have ten different restaurants in one location that you can order from in one shot. They will deliver it or you can pick it up. Yes. And it's there in Cherry Hill, and you can go to foodiehall.com for information. And thank you to Joe Mattarese. He is performing at City Winery on Saturday, and tickets are available now. And his show is called the Remember When Tour, and it's a trip down the 80s. It was a lot of fun talking about that this morning. So good to see Joe this morning, and his show is selling out, so make sure that you do get those tickets. Pierre Robert is back, fresh from uh, days off like we were last week, and uh, yesterday our first day back. Today, your first day back. Welcome back. Thank you. Nice to see you, sir. Very nice to be seen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We are going to we're going to do a couple things here. Okay. Okay. And it's going to be not like we're not ending the show like we normally do. We're not? You made aware of this? Um, yes. Okay. All right. Good. good. We got to make sure we're all on the same Because we're not. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) We've been talking about it for the last 20 minutes. We still haven't figured it out. Um, So we're going to do something and then we'll do something followed by something. That's been done. Which is basically the first thing. Just different. But we've got to start with something. Yeah. And let's make that the letter of the day. How about that? Yeah. Right. right. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. O as in onerous. Ah, I like that. We have a Samsung 55-inch Class 7 Series LED 4K UHD Smart Tizen TV. Four tickets for the Penn Museum to check out one of the largest Egyptian collections in the U.S. and a hieroglyphs mug from the museum shop. And it's all brought to you by Marvel Studios' Moon Knight. It's an Egyptian-based superhero show. (laughs) And you don't want to miss the six-episode event now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. So uh, we will give that away on Friday, which is cool. All right, now let's find out what's happening on your program today. Well, we will have uh, tickets to give away for the Brew Fest at Montage Mountain coming up on Saturday. We've, of course, got Concert Cash. You had two winners, both yes. from Delaware, which was very cool. Uh, we will have Concert Cash uh, at noon and two possible uh, winners and MMRBQ uh, ticket winners on that. And then we will have Workforce Blocks that include Lincoln Park and Chris Cornell and Bob Marley. Excellent. Very nice. nice. Now, I would like to thank our uh, sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets. You can get your free flow shot or COVID-19 booster at their pharmacy. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. <clears throat> also brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the President and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, it's a Wednesday, so Fox Good Day, uh, Secret Text Word. We'll also have joining us Henry Winkler. Oh, what? Henry Winkler. Yes, it was again. great. One of the sweetest 
persons on the planet. Yes. He shot a film in my hometown of Petaluma. No kidding. Yeah, you'll have to ask him about that. We might get to that. And also the very lovely... Yeah, we're not going to ask him about that. <laughs> The very lovely... <laughs> Jane Seymour will oh, be joining wow. us tomorrow too. So it's uh, it's going to be the medicine man. A very cool program. Now with all that done, I normally say, Ray John, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, friend. Have blah blah blah. Okay, so we're done with that. Now we're going to now we're doing something else. What are we doing? We are, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you heard about this a little while back. Uh, we are especially we are we are going to dedicate today. The MMR Studios, okay? If you did not hear about this, we are revealing this now. Uh, the company has decided to take our studio next door, which is 4F. Correct. Unfit for military service. Yes. Correct. And we are, and and rightfully so, naming it <laughs> the Pierre Robert Studio. And we are officially dedicating it today because we've been waiting for this very special light, this light-up sign right. to come in. And when you turn on your microphone, there's a sign, and, and you've seen it, I'm sure, on TV shows and movies, that in a studio, when you turn on a microphone, there's a sign that says on air that comes on so you don't come in in the middle of a live broadcast. And so we have the sign outside of the studio, and we are going to unveil it, and we are going to light it for the first time today. Very nice. Mm, I've been wow. hearing that it's been referred to as the Pierre Robert studio in some of the imaging, but right now, yep. it becomes completely official yep. because of a light. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> A beacon, not unlike the a arrow beacon in the dark. Oh, in the dark, you. Yeah. guiding I you to safety. I'm a beacon mm-hmm. guiding in the you. Dark yeah. uh, or a siren uh, encouraging the sailors to crash <laughs> on the rock, rocks uh, with the enchanting voice mm-hmm. that brings you in. But um, I'm a beacon, and my beacon w- is about to be lit. Is that what you're yes. saying? Yeah. So the way this is going to work is we are going to have you go into the studio, and when you turn on the microphone, it will officially be lit, and you will do your first break. Although it's technically going to be during our show, and you will take us into commercial break, okay? Oh, okay. Is that so should okay? I go now? You should walk. Well, you're, you're going to because we're, we're going to lead you in. And do we have a microphone out we there? We do. Should I turn it on? I don't. We. I. I there's nothing on here. Nothing on here. <laughs> Hang on. There's no words on. Is it. there a microphone or not, Marissa? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All is well. Oh, I saw you hooking Thing that up. Sucks. We don't need it. I, I just need to know if there was one. There's it's not. not okay. Then there. we don't. We need. don't need it. We don't okay. need it. We don't need it. Don't well, need your silly microphones. If you leave these mics on, then I'll. We'll I'll, pick up. We're going to go in there. But the bottom line is, talk. is are you all coming with me? Yes. yes. And, and you'll, you'll just be on the microphone. We're going to be in the hallway. We're going to see it happen. Yeah. Okay. And we will film it all so you can catch it later. But we need theme music leading into it. So okay. Are you ready for the special dedication? I am. Here we go. Why did it not go? I hit the button. I am ready for the special dedication. Let me. me, uh, While we wait for it, I could tell you the story of my life. Being born on a moonlit night. Talk about the. Well, Henry Winkler shot a film in a little town outside of San Francisco called Petaluma. And it could be the whole subject of your conversation with him tomorrow. Hey, see, what am I doing? We're ready to go. We're ready to go. We okay. are waiting for this music. We'll get that story another time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the dedication of the Pierre Robert Studio. What? Why'd you wave me off? What? You know, the button has already been pushed. Oh, it's playing right now. It's playing right okay, now. Let's go to the I don't hear it. Pierre, go to the other room. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Now, everybody reflect love. It's all right. It's okay.
And now the light is lit. That was one of the smoothest transitions that's ever happened on on the Titus Show and radio. Um, are they still out there? Oh, uh, can I? Well, how do I walk out there without? The I'll microphone? take over while you, uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen, Pierre Robert is now leaving his very own studio. He is stepping outside, and in a moment, he's going to see the glory, the majesty that is the Pierre Robert sign, indicating that we indeed are on the air at ninety-three-three WMMR. And here is the crowd goes crazy. This glorious moment, he's basking in the glow of this neon light that says. This is my place, and these are my people. And he's saying no autographs whatsoever. He's got to, the man has got to get to work, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, everyone. That was the first uh, button pressing of the Pierre Robert Studio 4F on the air. And um, until we see you tomorrow, Ray John. <laughs> and we'll talk to you then, good friend. And good friends of all civilization, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We shall be right back. Titus Show Radio.